Gold Peak Real Brew Tea is here to unleash your sense of try, to ignite new passions and rekindle old ones. So try a Gold Peak and then try something else because this taste is worth the try. Try Gold Peak. The days are warming up and summer joy is on the rise. It's time to shine with Black-owned products from Target. Adulting is all about self-care and we are all about skin care down to the kitchen table on getting grown. So make sure you're protecting that melanin glow with some Black Girl Sunscreen, honey. One of my personal faves. Humidity-proof your hair with Myel Organics Sculpting Custard and stay hydrated in the summer. Heat with Defy Water. When you invest in yourself, you're investing in what's next for the black community. You and the community together are black beyond measure. I wished for you since I was born A woman sensitive and warm And there you were With pride and strength no one would test But here they have feminine finesse And so much more (laughs) You took me right in your rocket and gave me a star And at a half a mile from heaven You dropped me back down to this cold, cold world Oh, too cold You took me right in your rocket gave me a star But at a half a mile from heaven You dropped me back down to this cold, cold world Did it Yay, Jade of all or Marians, you did it again. Ah! <laughs> can you come up with a like less, more disrespectful name? Like, why is it gotta be about? Can it be another non singing ass nigga? Why is it gotta less be less and more disrespectful at the same time? Yeah, like I mean, like when I, I'm just I, I don't want Omarion. But you know, I'm I understand your sentiment. I mean, so I can, I'm like, I can you know, think about it if you like. I can yeah. I can yeah. try. You know, I would really love that actually. Okay. I, I will that. I will do that, friend. I will put in the work and I'll let you know what other horrible singer you sound like. But great job. Beautiful job. You know, some <laughs> you know, somebody who's endeared and loved, you know, but just may not have the abilities the way that we think that they do or they think they do, you know what I mean? Like, just not Omarion. Um, he ate a watermelon on stage, and I... For his... I mean, y'all are both lesbians. It makes sense to me. Okay. <laughs> you know. Maybe, like... I'll get back know, to you Jonathan on who... Taylor Thomas or somebody. Jonathan Taylor Thomas? From well, Home XD Improvement? <laughs> XD has a theory, see. Oh, my that, God. Um, all of the young uh, Nillas from those the days 90s, yeah. that, that all that all the girls allegedly had crushes on, yeah, all look like lesbians, and so <clears throat> you know, yes, maybe one of them. I, I have heard know. him say this, and <laughs> I had a crush on Jonathan Taylor Thomas, so I'm just gonna stay right did on you? out of that. I did. You know, I wasn't into that. I wasn't into that, friend. It was more like you know, I was like, give me a Jason Weaver, a Bumper Robinson. Oh, I definitely you know loved. What I mean? 
I loved. I had a crush on very few white boys, but Jonathan Taylor Thomas was one. But I did love Jason Weaver. I had Jason Weaver's album, child. <laughs> Me and three oh, other people in America. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe six. <laughs> <laughs> I sure did, child. He was the voice of Young Simba in The Lion King, and I was the singing voice. Who's Which is crazy because Jonathan Taylor Thomas was the speaking voice. He was the speaking voice. Wow. That wasn't even supposed to happen a like that. A full circle moment. Hmm. But yeah, wow. Jason Weaver Look was the us. singing voice of Simba in The Lion King, the original one. And so I was like, oh, he both was. of my men together in one movie. My God. <laughs> a fantasy. I was in love. <laughs> I'm going to be a mighty king. Wow. So enemies beware. That was Great. for you. That, I mean, and that sounded, that's probably the best I've ever heard you sound. Ever? We've been oh, friends yeah. a long time. I mean, right. I've sang a lot of songs. You have. Mm. I'll stop mm. you when you stop telling the truth. <laughs> I'm with you when you write. I'm with you when you write. Well, ladies and gentlemen and thinnelmen, thank you so much for joining us here on Getting Grown. Uh, you know the voice. She's bike. Okay. Yes. Crystal West is in the building. Um, maybe we're dropping the West. Not sure. Uh, are we dropping I mean, it's the not West? like there's another Crystal, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> right. I know. So, like, ooh. Well, crystal oh, flex, ooh. nigga. Oh, go oh, start. Nigga. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like there's another crystal. I mean, uh, ladies and gentlemen, my sister is in the building and she yes. is co-hosting with me this week. We are mm -hmm. still sending love to Kia and we miss her dearly. We do. Um, but you know, people deserve to take time. I know so y'all just grateful too. to have. <laughs> yes, I know they, miss they do, and we'll have a we'll have a conversation about that as well. Yeah. Uh, okay. But you know, I'm glad that that everybody is giving her love and grace to be a human and, and, and to grieve and to process the way that she needs to. But we definitely want to send big love her direction and thank Crystal for coming and joining us. Thank you to Jessamine last week and Antoinette for sitting in as well. It's like, it's like that chair on the view. Yeah. It's like Kia and yeah. I have a third chair on the They're view. They're rotating that little rotating. Chair. Just switch yeah, we'll just never have, have the horrible ones. <laughs> just, who, who's available? <laughs> Call the girls. Yes. Send and Call send some girls. of that love to XD too. He just lost his grandmother. Yes. So. Yep. Spread, That's next up. Spread XD. that around. Yeah. Love Thank you, you so much, sister. Yeah. You're we welcome, love you guys. girl. I mean, you know, I don't have a job. I'm chilling. Stop so. it. <laughs> Please shut, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I'm just at home reading books. Fucking with the plants. Oh, sorry. Y'all got like PhDs who listen to this show. I need to get my language together. And what do you, who do you, who are you having a conversation with? Oh, I mean, um, which they you listen, right. Right? Exactly. They're like, I come for Kia, but you know, the other one is fine too. <laughs> it's a, oh God, two ignorant, loud bitches. <laughs> when is Kia coming back with two ignorant cackles <laughs> like my earphones my ears are bleeding uh, but ladies and gentlemen welcome I'm back here to the grow praise the yes. lord niggas praise the lord praise niggas. the lord niggas I'm here not by popular demand but here anyway and excited to do this show with you my here sister you my sister, uh, Getting Grown, a show about the tests, the trials, the twists, the turns, 
the temptations, the taxes, and the turntables of being an adult in the year of our Lord, 2022. That mm. is the best I've ever done in I, the intro. Well, I mean, God's grace is shining upon you. Everybody else might not agree, but that's okay. You did a great I know job. How I feel. I'm not even being sarcastic. You. you really did. I know. You nailed it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What they call it? One take, Jay. <laughs> okay. Let me let me tell you something. Producer, host, talent. <laughs> she go in the booth. She lay that shit down, and she go to fucking Applebee's. One hour. <laughs> No, well, no I go to Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> have dinner with my ancestors. <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> Not what breaking mean? brown bread with the ancestors. <laughs> yeah. Well, a little butter. A little butter. <laughs> you know, in a firecracker roll or whatever the fuck you host like. Yes. Uh, how are you doing? How are you feeling? You know, I'm here. I'm queer. Give you a light beer. <laughs> I'm a little, you know... <laughs> It's wild because I feel like as soon as I was starting to be like, okay, you know, maybe I can go back outside. COVID is still crazy, but whatever. All of a sudden, the COVID numbers went to hell. Like, mm. everything just got, you mm. caught it, which was how I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, this new variant is definitely on some shit because Jade has been yeah. incredibly diligent this entire time. So <laughs> I said, oh, this new variant definitely ain't no hole to play with. And now monkeypox no. is showing her ass. So I'm just I, like, girl, and, what are we supposed to do? I don't want to, I'm tired. I don't want to look at y'all's mosquito bites and wonder lesions. I don't know. Every time sure. I have an itch on my body, I'm like, bitch, is this it? Did I catch it? Was it the Uber? Bitch, like, <laughs> I got bit yesterday once and I was like, oh, it begins. <laughs> it starts. Oh, God. We are maybe a little bit about days. it, but it's scary. No, Monkey box is scary and it takes a long time. To recover from it, so I'm just like, I don't know. I just biblically feel like, get your lambs, slap that blood on that door, and uh, wow. pray that there's not like flying roaches coming our direction. Or who something. taught you that? Was a kid. You ain't never read no Bible. Don't do this. I actually have. Thank you. No, you haven't read the I have, Bible. Yes. The La Biblia. Yes, I the have. The entire Discotec. thing. Yeah. All the books? The whole thing, the, the whole party. When when did you do this? Years ago. Okay. <laughs> no further questions. <laughs> no, go, go ahead. Keep asking me questions, bitch. I, can, I may be able to answer. I may not. But I let's see. I literally don't want to hear this because when <laughs> Dida rolled up on you and asked you to spit them hot Bible verses, you had nothing to say. So well, that's because everybody doesn't know everything, Crystal Jean, and that's what we are you teaching the said young Noah's not. I know we. Not I did. To be that doesn't mean the Bible right now. I know if somebody came to me and said, "Jade, what <laughs> happened in chapter thirteen of American Gods?" You think I'm be able to rattle it off? I read the book though three times. Okay, I I mean that's the reference that I don't get, but <laughs> all right. <Exactly. laughs> All right. So you know this shit that I, I I can retain, and then there's you know stuff that I'm like, hmm, can't, can't recall. On I mean, but spot. you're also you're like you're not even a church girl, so no. Mm -mm. <laughs> All right, friend. <laughs> anyway, what were we talking about? Oh yes, the world but, uh, is going to, the world is the world is going to hell. So I'm like, oh girl, I guess I'm gonna stay in the house still. Like I thought I could go outside, but. 
it's not looking good. I mean, we're we're outside. We're just not outside. I mean, we're out. We're outside, like extremely we're just not that outside. Like we're not we're not club outside. We're not parties exactly. outside. We're like Mother Nature outside. We're beach day outside. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Exactly that. I go Which outside. I can't wait to talk about. To Jade's house. <laughs> That's where I yeah. go when I yes. leave my house. Yes. I go outside to Crystal's. You know what I'm saying? And we go it. to the park and go breathe the free air. Yeah. Um. But yes. All right. Well, we got some trash to get into. Okay. I know you all love a good hot take. So we're going to head on over in that direction. Let's do it. All right, it's time for the trash. Some good hot takes. Um, some of them stinky, some of them not. Let's see what's happening on, you know. So this is where I get my trash from, Crystal Jean. I venture down, <laughs> you know, yeah, to hell. Yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> exactly. And that's what tells me what's going on. Oh, and then when God. I need an informed... Uh, you know, take on what's going on in the world and I'll head on over to the root and they will tell me the gotcha. politicals and, you know, stuff that matters because mm-hmm. um, I don't believe in the news. Yeah. I don't. Okay. Okay. I, yeah. ordinarily, I would mm-hmm. love to argue about that, but <laughs> no, <laughs> this let's is talk your about show. It. I mean, no, but you're here as a co-host this week. But I mean, but I kind of don't want to argue because I see what you mean. Like, news is made by people, and people are bigoted. People have biases. Um, Very rich people own most media outlets, so it's like exactly. There's a lot of flaws in the news. At the same time, people who say they don't believe in the news be getting their news from like Facebook memes, Facebook. Uh, you know that is not your girl. <laughs> a screenshot the? they saw on Instagram. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. That's why you like, I mean, but it's not you. Like, you don't go completely off the deep end, but you do have some hoteptress tendencies. And. Wow. You do and Fran, I? Yeah, you and Fran both, y'all. <laughs> I be having to be like, okay, girls, I'm just going <laughs> to inject a little science into it because. <laughs> <laughs> because here y'all go talking about potions and just. <laughs> I'm just sometimes you got to put a nigga in the freezer. But, but I'm, not, um, yeah, I'm not mad at these these two poles, the root on one end and the shade room on the other. I'm not mad at this. So I'm excited you know, to see and what then you the rest of dug them up. is my business. Me too. All right. <laughs> so um, I actually this. So this first one is for me after I came across this clip in hell and my little visit. OK. Um, I would like to start a GoFundMe. Uh, it's the Save Halle Bailey Foundation because I seen a clip of her. Um, she's dating I don't know a nigga I don't I don't know some little and then nigga. yeah what a DDG DGG DGGG now you know okay so I you we had this conversation yesterday we don't know actually <laughs> did we Crystal had the oldest moment well when you had to ask Noah who was playing from the speaker oh I didn't know that was One Direction. I didn't know that that was a One Direction song, but I, I could at and least I've name somebody One in Direction One Direction, which the rest of you hoes could not. I didn't even know what that was. I knew Harry and then Styles was a nigga, One Direction, and you keep saying this name, and I don't know who that is because he has the watermelon sugar song about eating pussy. 
What is that about? I mean, what? I mean, what is that song? I don't know it. I only heard it because I was in an Uber. Oh, I don't know. It's like the chorus of watermelon sugar, something like that. That's all I know. <laughs> but I just remember listening to the lyrics when I was in this Uber and thinking, this is filthy. What the hell? And I tweeted about it. And people were like, yeah, and that song is about Tracy Ellis Ross, allegedly. And I was like, wait, what? Wait, Wilson hold on. Me. Now I got to look up what a Harry Styles is. Hold on. <laughs> I don't know if that part Harry. is true. I didn't bother to look into that. But I said, watermelon sugar. I know this is oh. about pussy juice. And sir, <laughs> what? So this, this on the radio. Oh, this little waif young man is a, a Tracy Ellis Ross uh, lover. I mean, huh? the, I don't know that part. That could just be niggas. Niggas just say shit to me knowing. Is he in Twilight? This You talking about him? No, the Twilight boy is Robert somebody. This was one direction. He wasn't one of the siblings? Well, no, you know I can barely tell white people apart, Jay. Don't do this. (laughs) The point is, y'all, you was about to call me old, but at least I knew somebody in one direction and none of the rest of y'all did. Big grown ass. It's like eight grown women and nobody else could name somebody in one direction except me. So, thank you very much. Weird flex, bro. Weird flex. (laughs) (laughs) I take my wins where I can, bitch. <laughs> you know, some call them wins, some call them something else. Um, mm, this is my Bob. This is my Bob straw. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what's in that cup? And cup. It's just coffee. Mm-hmm. Blue bottle. New Orleans style iced of coffee. Of course. Oh, you are obsessed with that blue bottle coffee. It's so good. The chicory. It's the chicory. It's when chicory, you had us, I don't remember, were we in Chelsea or something? I think we were at Chelsea yep. Market and you were like, it's a blue bottle down here, but they were closed. You were so devastated. Because we had many donuts. And <laughs> yes. who doesn't want many donuts with coffee? Which was also See, your I idea. Have... You were like, we got to exactly. go here, y'all. They got the little donuts. <laughs> guess who ate them fucking donuts? Those uh, we, two. After we came back to my house and ordered coffee because Jade insisted I'm having coffee with these fucking donuts. I like a full experience. My tongue has particular wants and needs, and she wants the full yes, shebang. It does. And you love a little something sweet to end the meal. Because we had just, where did we eating? Tao or Budokan? We had gone somewhere. We're like, girl, nobody wants anything else to eat. You, though. No, Fran did. You were like. Fran wanted dessert. Oh, but, okay. <laughs> you, you know what? You're right. You and Fran, You're y'all right. are some... Dessert eating bitches. Like the meal's we not like, done until y'all like, get a little something no. sweet. <laughs> a little something sweet. You know? A little cup of tiramisu, you know, a bite of that mango <gasps> sorbet talenti. Ooh, you know? now that we was just talking about it, see, that mango sorbet I talenti. I knew that would wake you up, bitch. Well, it is just I'm with you, you right. It's just A one. It's so good. But donuts and coffee, I could have skipped that day. But you know. I was with you the like dessert twins. You like those refreshing light. They you were like good. Those crispy light little donuts. They were no, they surprisingly were good. good. Yes, mm. I will give it to Cardamom. you. Cardamom. I don't you regret know what it. I'm saying a little, a little coriander, uh, some cinnamon. Ooh, delicious. All right. So anyway, back to my GoFundMe. <laughs> Halle Bailey was hanging out. Have you ever heard of a Blueface? <clears throat> Blueface, the nigga that did that song. Um, but, uh, Tatiana, uh, bust down, Tatiana, yeah, bust down. But do you know anything about him as a person? I have heard that he has a concubine worth of girls somewhere in in California. 
Yes, Antoinette actually brought that up last week because we talk, the fact that he keeps coming up, uh, she brought that up last week because she goes, have you heard of the Zeus? <laughs> oh no, he's going to be on Zeus with those girls? I think he already has been. Okay. So then he has a girlfriend who doesn't have a tooth and she, ta- oh, she pa- takes her tooth in and out, her front She doesn't tooth. have, okay, I thought you were saying she does not have a tooth, like she does not have a single yeah. tooth. No, oh, no, no, oh, no, not like a, a she don't have a tooth in her head. I would have said she don't have a tooth in her head. <laughs> she doesn't have a tooth in the front. Okay, all right. So, but then I guess her replacement tooth that she can take in and out has his face on it. She also has his face tattooed right here. It's a sad situation. And then he's got that bunker of girls. But Halle Bailey was hanging out with them. With Blueface? And I and his and his toothless girlfriend... Yes, who I just feel so bad for. Something about that situation is very not right. I mean, because, I mean, how Mm. do you, I did not even know that you could get a person's face on your tooth. Like, I didn't know you could do that. I did not know that was an option. you can get anything. uh, You can get anything etched into a tooth. I mean, and I have a crown, so I'm really stunned. Because when I, you know, when I got my crown, they were like, we'll just match it to your other teeth. <laughs> Nobody said, and if you'd like these fun customization options <laughs> yeah. for just a bit it's extra. Like a, what's the shit that people used to go to in the mall and they would buy you like an engraved pin or like a clock or like anything and you can get it engraved? Oh, oh, things remembered. <laughs> things remembered. That store in the I, mall. You could do it with a tool. they'll engrave anything. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, girl, we got a laser right in the back and we'll just. Put your nephew's face right there dancing on your tooth. So exactly, I'm already. I'm trying to process that, but um, if they engrave iPads, they can engrave teeth. (laughs) I think it's just more of a why. Like, why would you do that? (laughs) It's just gonna look like anybody's face tattooed on your neck. Wrong with your. But you know, I don't. I don't know those people as much as I barely know him. I have no idea at all who she is. Um, Sad. I think but she's you know, a hostage let Hallie be. Let Hallie be young and and doing stupid shit with her little boyfriend or whatever. I want her to do stupid shit away from Blueface. Is a <laughs> demon. Well, he's a demon. I'm he has a bunker that. of women, <laughs> and that also confuses me mm. because, like, does Blueface mm. have enough money to support a bunch of different girls? And like, I that has always been another very large question. Who, how does this young man make money? Because I only know one song. And I yeah. know Zeus is not paying like that. Because I think they're terrible on song. air mattresses. Like, let's not forget exactly. that Bust Down Tatiana is awful. And people really only listened, number one, for the hook. Because that was catchy. Yeah. And number two, because yeah. this nigga sounded like he was chasing the beat. <laughs> but like, in an attempt to never be on it. It's like, <laughs> like he never tried to rap on beat. He's just a horrible no, rapper. So, mm. I mm. mean, you know, I just prayers up for for Hallie. It, maybe this new boyfriend or whoever that nigga. Maybe he's not a new boyfriend, but maybe he's friends with Blueface, and so they're like double dating. Mm. They were like, double dating, and that yeah. is scary. It's frightening, like when, actually. Like when Beyonce and Kim Kardashian were in the audience together for Watch the Throne. <laughs> now, everybody knew. Everybody. We knew. Knew. We knew. Okay. She was like, I'm here, so I don't get fined. Like. I'm not here. This is not my bestie. 
<laughs> you know, everybody calm your fucking nannies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you know, the girls wanted it. They wanted it bad. Okay, well, they yeah, did. you know, pray, prayers up for Hallie. You stay safe, girl. Pray, prayers up for Hallie. I'm at, I, you know, the GoFundMe, though, is pending. I just want you all to know. Um, New York had its first polio case in... <laughs> And I don't know how long. Ten and, years, girl. Uh, yeah, and uh, which I'm also I was think I was a little surprised by ten years. Also, I was like, shouldn't it be more like a hundred years or <laughs> not quite a hundred? Eighty, <laughs> seventy, sixty, nigga, not ten, nigga. That's soon. That's recent. I mean, that's it's more recent than I would have thought, but. I'm just exactly. imagining that, like, after the vaccine came out, the cases dropped like. Pretty quickly, you know, like this is to hear of anybody getting polio at all past like, I think the the 60s or so. You're just like, girl, what? Exactly. <laughs> what? Exactly. Bitch, I have rubella. So, like, what the I'm, fuck? I'm like, I, no, I don't. <laughs> Let me tell you that. I know right. for a fact that I don't. Because one thing my mama did was take me up to the doctor to get my damn shots on time, on schedule. I have my entire just vaccination like every record. <laughs> city child. I went and sat my ass in the public library and got my shots. Okay. So. Oh, polio is transmitted through contaminated water and food or contact with an infected person. See, so this is what I'm saying. Polio is so rare now that it's like you probably didn't get it from an infected person. You probably got it through contaminated water or food. And. Mm. And where? So that's what's making me wonder, like, if I feel like if it was like the water supply in some town upstate was contaminated, right? We would be, there would be more than one polio case because the water would be affecting I would everybody. Agree. Plus, everybody. So that makes me wonder what have y'all been doing water. at home? What's going on at home? Mm. New York does not have the best drinking water. I'm so sorry. We but it just makes me wonder how you <laughs> develop polio all by yourself. How did you do that? <laughs> how did you contract polio? All by your lonesome. <laughs> like, did you did you order a pizza two weeks ago and you left it out? You put it in the oven and then you forgot to put it in the icebox. And then you were cleaning out the oven and you were like, holy oh, shit, it's half a pizza in here. And then you ate it anyway. Can, can oh. you get polio from that? I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm working. Oh, it my out. God. Let's do some. Let's do some trace. Con- OK, so Crystal and I are going to do some trace content or some whatever contact tracing. And uh, you like research. Yes. Yeah, we not, are. That's not what contact tracing is. We're going on a trip. Get your backpack, bitch. <laughs> and we are going to figure out. <laughs> we don't even know what town this. this was. They smartly kept the details out of the news because. <laughs> well, I'm going to figure it out. I have I have insights. Okay. I've Girl, got people no, in the No, let them say Ithaca. Everybody in Ithaca going to be losing their fucking minds. <laughs> <laughs> Poughkeepsie. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, I was going to say Poughkeepsie. <laughs> That is uh, nothing to laugh at, but here we are. I mean, (laughs) well, no, it's we are, but but you know why? Because that's what black people do in the face of adversity. Um, That is, yeah. (laughs) Can't tell you how many horrible jokes I've thought of when things were at their absolute worst. Be like, ooh, bad timing, huh? (laughs) When Dustin's eye was swollen, and I don't mind saying this because he said it. When Dustin, no, Dustin said it. When Dustin's eye, you know, me and Dustin clown. When his eye was swollen, I got on the phone with him. I was like, God damn. Yeah. Because that bitch looked like like this. (laughs) 
So, <laughs> so you got to be on the Patreon to see it. So, Ooh, it was so bad. Dustin's eye was wild, and I was like, oh my poor brother. Okay, so I'm trying to talk to him, and I every once in a while something would be like, damn, that's a good one, and I would start, and I'd be like, nah, and Let he's like. Not. I can't. He's like, Jade. <laughs> Don't do it, bitch. But baby, you better believe when that eye went down at about four sizes. I got them all off. <laughs> Jade said, now that you're better, <laughs> I have some things I've been meaning to say. <laughs> got some shit on my chest. Oh, <laughs> Let me get it off. <laughs> I know. That's sad. Oh. Mm-hmm. So there is a town in North Carolina by the name of Kinley, Kinley, North Carolina, okay. uh, who has hired a black woman who I believe to work for the police department. They keep saying that she was hired as a manager. So I'm trying to figure out what she was a manager of. But regardless, she has been uh, her presence and hiring has caused the entire police department in Kinley, North Carolina to resign. Look at God. Wow. Right? Do it. Small miracles. (laughs) He's like, the world's on fire, but I'm giving you niggas signs. That just lets me know that y'all not y'all not struggling the way a whole lot of other people are struggling. Cause let me tell you something. What? The whole force? That means y'all care more about racism than making your mortgage and and y'all, y'all clearly have enough money saved up to where you can get another job and it don't really matter. I bet you when Absolutely. that news came out, <laughs> niggas who do need a job was like, uh, looks like oh, you hoes have some Kinley, North Carolina, you say, huh? <laughs> and I get it, you know, like most of us are not running to be cops. That's, you know, that's a tricky situation to be in. But I also get paying your fucking bills. Um there's and, that side of and it as well. yeah, and not having your children be starving. So, if if that's how you feel, they hired a black woman. Was she like the police chief? She must have had some kind of power. Over that's them. what I'm trying to hold on. Let's look at this. She hold can't on. just Let's be like a receptionist in the police station or something. She has absolutely to be like not. They said manager, and I was like, well, manager of what? Kenley, North Carolina. That's how we're. She like Google chief this. of staff for the police chief. Do they have chiefs of staff? Progressive town manager. That's what she was hired as. What is a progressive town manager? I don't. Well, I thought you would be able to tell me. All How right, the let's hell look at the I Raleigh know. News and abs- <laughs> Well, bitch, you like look at stuff a little more than I do. Huh. Um, read the news. Per, per, yeah, I have. Yes. Okay, girl. Anyway, okay. what is a progressive uh, town manager? <laughs> Let's see here. The Kinley Town Council emerged. This is from the, the from the News Observer. The Kinley Town Council emerged from a closed door meeting Friday night, two days after its police chief, his four officers and two town clerks resigned Damn. with little to say except that they will meet again next week. Okay, the news of the mass resignations has brought media attention to the small Johnston County town of just over 2,000 people. Uh, about 50 <laughs> residents gathered at the Kinley Town Hall, blah, 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 blah. Denise Bennett, a native of Kinley, came to support new town manager Justine Jones. Yeah, town manager. So apparently towns this small have managers. That's okay. new to me. I mean, sure. Pro- does progressive town manager mean like we're going to stop? Pulling black people over who happen to be traveling through this town and right. giving them tickets for being black. Maybe a combo here. of that, and she plans the Juneteenth events, and you know, make sure 
Okay. You know how white people do. I'm not even being hateful. You know that's the kind of I mean, shit they would have her do. But hearing that the town is that small, like 2,000 people, girl, okay, I see why y'all have four cops. <laughs> exactly. Here I am thinking it's like a force. Right. No, I'm nigga. thinking it's 50 exactly. police officers resign, child. <laughs> this it's might as well be a bundle. volunteer <laughs> department. <laughs> These niggas live in like Mayberry. Child, the, I, every time I hear about a volunteer fire department, I said, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what? Listen, rural. What is that? I cannot say rural. R- rural. 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 Rural areas would be fucked without like volunteer fire departments and stuff. Because you need somebody absolutely. who can drive yeah. 30 miles into nothingness to like help out with shit like that. And it's just not enough money to have people on staff all the time so anyway Mm. this is that is you know slightly away from the point but you know these what is it six or seven people resigning child womp okay hopefully with this getting so much media attention and them going to look for other jobs they say oh you were police department in kenley you're a snowflake. We can't have you over here. You're oh, no, they don't, the do they don't do that. They don't do that. The officer that killed That's Tamir Rice got rehired somewhere. Did he? I think he got hired as like in some small town where they only have one police officer, maybe. And it's him. I don't know. I might oh, be mixing that story no. up with the story of some other officer who killed some other black person. But these people get rehired. Yeah, no, I know. And, uh, they get rehired. In, in, in real life, yes. I just... Would like to think. Yeah, in a, wouldn't in a we all, girl? World. Wouldn't we all? Yeah, we would. But we don't live That's there. That's why I don't watch the news. No, we don't. Let's switch to some trash. Uh, some <laughs> trash, trash. I thought Chris we Brown had were a meet and greet. Already in the trash. I did. Oh, no, I wanted to get dig a little deeper <laughs> I into we hell. Were There's layers and there. levels. <laughs> no, hell is a club and it's got multiple levels. Multiple. Okay, okay. There's, you know, where you want to do the little two step. There's where if you really want to go in the uh, bashment room, there's there's so many levels yeah. to hell. So Chris Brown had a meet and greet for $1,000 a pop. Go off. And people paid it. Yeah, because the pictures are coming out of the meet and greet. And so it's very reminiscent of um, a nigga in jail. I was going to say, and- is it prison poses? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Please, not it comes right up. It comes right up. Yeah, please (laughs) have at it. I want to see your thoughts. (laughs) Oh no! Yeah, one thousand dollars. You see the girl who he picked her up. Now, bitch, we look good as shit. (laughs) (laughs) One thousand dollars. You know, I. I don't love the pictures, but I have a feeling that if you paid $1,000 for a Chris Brown meet and greet, you really don't give a shit. You really don't give one damn (laughs) about the background, the poses. And Chris at least looks enthusiastic. Like, I definitely fleeced you niggas. (laughs) He's very excited to be there. Which makes me want, I'm like, so what? I know his album didn't do well. He was very uh, disappointed and vocally disappointed about that. I can't care. (laughs) But so I'm wondering if this is like uh, very similar to Macy Gray selling her CDs in the park or... um, you know, other wait, people. Wait, wait, wait. Is this just a meet and greet mm-hmm. without a concert? Well, I didn't. I didn't read about a concert. I read about a meet and greet. <laughs> <laughs> if this was just a no. Wait a minute. I'm so sorry. 
I thought this was a concert and people paid extra for me. If Chris Brown was Perhaps just like, it was. the rent is my due, girl. Mind, <laughs> that in my mind, that's what it was. I said, oh, by any means necessary, rent party, <laughs> rent party. But that's what of, I thought. Yeah, it, Chris said I could sell fish plates out of the church. After, I could uh, after or church of my on car. Sunday. Mm-hmm. I could Rip be selling lights. these boosted outfits from the mall out the trunk of my car. <laughs> could be. Or mixtapes. I could charge niggas or I could do a meet and greet. for a photo. And and so now it makes sense that, you know, he is holding this woman. Because <laughs> for a thousand dollars, I'm sure he was like, we can do whatever the fuck pose you want to do. Like, yeah, you just <laughs> let me know. As long as you keep your drawers on, that's my only right. stipulation. I. And he did not I, look know. upset. Like nobody looks upset. This was not a. This wasn't a forced. Uh, uh, right. This wasn't a forced business move. <laughs> this was. This if might y'all have, been his have idea. a thousand dollars for Chris Brown in this economy, then you doing better than me because I don't. I don't have a thousand dollars for Chris Brown in this world today. I don't. <laughs> and neither do any of my generations. <laughs> nobody with any estate. I don't know a single person who has a thousand dollars for. A meet and greet with Chris Brown. So yeah, Chris y'all are doing Brown fantabulous. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, niggas not doing. They doing as as well as them police officers in, in North Carolina. Child, they said, "What job? Who care? We do something else." <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll go be the police. Everybody rich. Okay. <laughs> I said, "Well, are we heading towards a recession?" The girls seem to be doing all right. The ebbs and flows of this thing are really confusing me. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna hold you. Like watching how this world is moving, it's like this is not. It's those graphs that go like right. this. There's yes. no pattern. <laughs> There's no pattern at right. all. So just, everything is going wild. So good. Yeah. Good the for UK's Chris. On fire. Yeah. I'm yeah, proud of Chris, Chris Brown, Brown whenever he is not in the news for being a dumbass or abusive or a stalker or. You know, generally irritate. It is because for a long time, every Chris Brown headline was hell. Every single one, and so it was. Um, if he has maybe for a smooth decade, actually, and chilled out, then (laughs) good for him. Right, and if this is what you listen, it's consensual. All right, everybody here seems to be happy to be there, and that's Mm -hmm. all we can ask for. Yeah, um, it's a free market, child. You can charge whatever you want. Truly. Because bitches will clearly pay it if they want to. Listen, <laughs> even uh, if only ten people Ricky came. Martin news, girl. Exactly. So the Ricky Martin thing, yes. And then I heard about the reversal of the Ricky Martin news, exactly. and I was even more puzzled. So, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, is there is there new information or? Oh no, that was the new information. Oh okay, um, okay, yes. Yeah. The the nephew I talked about it last recanting week. with Drew. Yes, recanting his um, claims of a sexual relationship with Ricky Martin mm-hmm. and uh, withdrawing the restraining order. Mm-hmm. Um, and last week, you know, the thing about these types of cases, we talked about it a little bit with Antoinette, is that you, there's literally no way of knowing. Because mm-hmm. I said, listen, there's two scenarios here, right? Somebody can either be lying for money and the other person is an egregious lie. Or somebody yeah. could have, this is an egregious offense and, it's, mm-hmm. and you all actually did this. <laughs> like it could only go one of two ways. Right. Um, and we're never going to really know which way that really went because even a re- 
a recanting doesn't necessarily mean that it didn't something happen. Didn't happen. Right. Yeah. Um, well, so when I first heard it, I thought, what? That sounds crazy. But, you know, you cannot tell an abuser by their looks or what their personality no. seems to be or anything like that. So I was just like, damn, guess we'll see what happens. Like, I think I just didn't even really allow myself to process too much of it. I think because, first of all, mm -hmm. it's disgusting. Like, yeah, the like idea of having out. a sexual relationship with your nephew, that is like, I was immediately disgusted. Yeah. No. So when no. the news came out like later the week in that week, like, oh, actually, you know, the nephew said this and then I actually clicked and read the article. And he had for to his credit, Ricky Martin had said from the beginning, you know, through his attorney that this absolutely did not happen. That's sick. And, yes. and my nephew has had severe mental health issues, which I don't know how I feel about that either. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that it would is really a tricky, depend. Tricky space. Yeah, it would really depend on the disorder. <laughs> but you know, I don't, also don't think we need to know that. Um, I yeah, just it's not everybody's business. I mean, I feel for him if he's innocent because that's the kind of thing where people are always going to associate you with that, even if it Absolutely. comes out like completely you know, disproven and this was just a yeah. lie. It will always be like, oh, remember that time Ricky Martin's nephew said, like, that will always be yep. associated with you. So I feel for him if it's not true. And if it is true, then I feel for his nephew because, yeah, I bet you Literally do have mental health issues and I bet you do have, like, a lot of problems and shit if your very rich, very famous uncle has been violating you like this. Like, absolutely. I'm sure you do. And the pressure to recant <clears throat> must have been huge. Like, it must have been, yeah. it must have been a lot of, of pressure to do that if it wasn't a true story. Absolutely. I mean, hell, even if it was. So, either I mean, way, it's just a very, it's a, it's a, it's a tragic, I don't know if that's the right word. But it's I mean, a it's a very—it's a sad and disturbing story. There we Either go. Either way you slice That's it, like it—it it made me sick to my stomach. Same. Just to read yeah, it, it actually so, did. So yeah, I mean, we'll never know. We are not those people. <laughs> no. No. Ricky Martin knows whether he did sure. that shit, though. He knows whether he did. And that listen, shit. and the per and the people who know if they did or did not do are the only people who deserve, yeah. I guess, the vindication and or uh, torment. Yeah. Um, of their own thoughts. Right. Like, you know, it, it's out of my hands, but oh, God, I just, oh, I don't know. I just start thinking about both sides of it and it just, yeah, it comes out gross and disturbing every time. It does. It does. Um, lastly in the trash, I just, this, that we don't, I don't have any thing around this. I have no context. I just, Saw a, a screenshot that Nicki Minaj, resident demon, um, Don't do was that. green lighting, I will, was green lighting her fans to harass and report <laughs> various accounts on the internet because no, I guess somebody said her age in a tweet. Mm -hmm. What? At 40 years old. Don't yeah, go ahead. This. Look it up. Go look it up. Because I see you over there. Click, 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 click. Yeah, I have to look. Oh, wait. Is uh -huh, this because exactly. of, does it have something to do with Iggy Azalea? That's who's coming up first. Well, 
Iggy Azalea reacts to mean tweets from? about her. I'm just saying, if you saw a screenshot, I need to, I need to find oh, the actual story because niggas can put anything in a screenshot. What did I just say? Who gets their news from <laughs> screenshots? <laughs> you do, nigger. Sometimes, sometimes these hot takes are just entertaining to me. <laughs> Which is why I always tell them, I'm like, I don't know if this is factual, but I read. See, now all I'm seeing is that she pushed a fan in London two weeks ago. Well, the, hello. And that goes right along with Resident Demon, Nicki Minaj. Go ahead I and mean, give her her flowers. He tried to get a TikTok. Oh, no. He tried to get a selfie with her. And she was like, wow, get out of my face. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm done with her. Oh, I'm yeah. Find she said it back and I'm up. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Well, that's different. That's you're not allowed to come and take pictures. Yeah. No. They. They. No. I mean, not even just picture. Like they mobbed her. Like they swarmed her. The barbs were not having it. So, but I don't see anything about her encouraging them to. I'm gonna go after somebody. I'm gonna find it because I read it. Oh yeah, in a screenshot. Yes. What did I just say at the top of this show? What did I say? And that's fine. You said, and that's fine. And I didn't say you didn't. I didn't say that. And I didn't say, I didn't you, say didn't. you didn't. This is entertaining to me. She's an N-word. She's I should put a disclaimer N-word. at the top of the trash and say, this trash is subject to Jade's. This is only my person, my uh, thoughts and viewpoints, and it's not reflective of anybody, anything, or anything a part of this show. Oh, yeah. You know, I was just not, uh-uh. Uh, everything's great. Everything okay. is amazing. All right. <laughs> okay, amazing. And you should. You should throw that in there just so I should. Everyone's super clear. I just did. Okay. That's my disclaimer. It represents Afterwards. nobody. It may not be, it may not represent the truth, but it's my trash. <laughs> Lastly, <clears throat> this is not about pop culture or anything else. I just thought it would be really fun for the two of us to, you know, just quickly talk about the latest Drag Race episode, being (gasps) that it was the last maxi challenge. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, you shared something really exciting with me. That's like, you know, (laughs) might be irrelevant to anybody who doesn't care, but (laughs) I was very excited. Yes. So Drag Race season seven. All stars seven, all winners. Spoilers mm-hmm. ahead. Yeah, yes. we found out on this week's episode of Drag Race that the top four queens, which ended up so, let me just start at the beginning. Of course, yeah. we all knew there was going to be a twist this week. This week's challenge was worth three stars, and they were doing the talent show. Yes. The winners of the talent show, no surprise, Monet Exchange and Shea Coulee. Monet Exchange sang. Um, again, because we all know how oh. the last time our sister tried to sing on All Stars 4. It did not go great. But she completely redeemed Whoa. herself with this opera um, rendition. Never seen opera on Drag Race before, especially like a live vocal. In Never. drag. No. Right, right. We're like, Mm-mm. you're wearing like corsets and shit. Like your whole corsets. body is cinched. So it's like to sing like that and bass opera just may, like may incredible talent go off Monet mm-hmm. and then Shea Coulee absolutely killed it with her original song the Janet choreography the look it was just all so good so they won their stars they are joining Jinx 
in the finale, the Lollapalooza. Uh, um, yes. And there's a tie between Trinity mm-hmm. the Tuck and Jada Essence Hall. And Monet Exchange is the tiebreaker. She gets to decide which girl is going to join them in the finale. Is it going to be the black girl or is it going to be the twinner? We all knew it was going to be the twinner. There was no way in the yeah. world it was going to be Jada. Like, I mean, and no. Jada just won Drag Race like 18 months ago. <laughs> Jada, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Jada is like, she She's just fine. got her crown right. She's good. She doesn't. She, it's, she it's, got it on Zoom, but she got one. But I mean, you know, like it, it would have been probably the end of their friendship, I think, if Monet didn't bring Trinity into it, you know, in real life, which right. usually that doesn't come into play with uh, on this show. It yeah. shouldn't come into but but in this particular case with their alliance and and their background, yeah, it could be justifiable that it would end their friendship. Yeah, the shared crown thing, like. I mean, and they said that from the beginning, we want to compete because, like, bitch, we share a crown and we're the only ones who do, so. Exactly. Yeah, so we want to so compete they have a, again between two of us. Exactly, and I think that is beautiful. And they've and they formed this, this alliance between the two of them so that mm-hmm. either one of them may get their redemption in being a solo queen. Yeah. Um, oh. I loved, what were some of your, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was going to say the other twist is that the other four girls, Evie yes. Oddly, Jada Essence Hall, Raja the Gaja, and, oh. Oh, God, I'm just <laughs> obsessed oh, bitch. with Raja. That bitch, anyway. Um, <clears throat> no, we can, I, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with going into a tangent of how obsessed we are with Raja. No, really we really am. are. Like, and the Vivian, who, I mean, and the Vivian. There's just so much to say about this season. In my opinion, it's the best season of Drag Race. Period. Ever. All Stars or regular season. It is just phenomenal. You can tell how much of a difference money makes <laughs> because <Absolutely>. all the girls. <laughs> All the girls have money for <laughs> costumers and just the absolute plastic best of surgery. Everything. Oh. A little yeah. filler here and there, a little nip okay. tuck. <laughs> a little boost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Boostiana. Everybody's going so. to the dermatologist regularly. Everybody's getting facials oh. and, and waxings. And so the girls all look incredible. The money is present, but the talent is present. Yeah. Like, the talent it's just so good and so what i have hated about it from the beginning is that for me it's like there was a very clear front runner and then there were like six people tied for second (laughs) as far as i was concerned because i just felt like it was that good so i kind of felt for the vivian who i felt really turned it a lot but did it in a season full of other girls who were like killing it so who are who are just monsters and beasts, right. and she is as well. Let's let's right. we're gonna give no, her the flowers. No, the Viv is but the Viv is so so funny. When um when Jinx said that she considered Vivian to be like the closest to her in skill set, I said, "Yep, absolutely." I agree. She's so good at comedy and like genuinely funny white people. That's hard to come by for me. I do not find very many white Bitch. people. Uh, Which is why, and, and the fact that this season has Trinity, who has continuously Trinity is up in her funny. Her little country stupid ass. She's Yo, funny. I am. I. She has really <laughs> formed a little place yeah. in my heart. I'm not gonna hold you. She has. <laughs> I'm not I feel you. you. Me too. Listen, because white girls from Alabama, we do not tend to get along. 
But I and I'm not interested in doing so. But Trinity, you are all right. Yeah. I don't know about this cookout business. I think we need to abolish it altogether. But yeah, I don't invite I don't, people to. I don't invite white people to that. I don't. Inv- I don't. I don't, I don't I do, do that. Not, I don't either. You may. There's just a hard threshold, a, a very hard line, a boundary that I've drawn, and y'all can't come. Yeah. Um, and a, a lot of <laughs> niggas too, but I say that often. Uh, but Trinity, the Vivian, who's the other white person in this season? Jinx. Is that it? Oh, and Jinx. Yeah. All three of them. So good. I'm. I'm just. I'm enjoying them. <laughs> this, yeah. I'm enjoying the hell out of them this season. I'm enjoying every body, and like you said, this is clearly the number one season of Drag Race that has ever existed and I don't really know how they can come back after this. We're gonna need another all winners. I'm so sorry. We're gonna need another all star all winners. Um, Not to take away from the other girls though because like just because you didn't win Drag Race doesn't mean you're not good. But who would you want in the next all winners? Well oh god Okay, mm. so so let me just say the other four girls are going to compete for the crown of she done already done had hers is, <laughs> which is a fifty thousand yes. dollar, which first of all is hilarious. <laughs> it is, <laughs> um, it but is. is a fifty thousand dollar prize um, instead of the two hundred thousand, which you know is obviously not the same, but better than nothing because you know mm-hmm. that's on top of whatever fee you're getting for being there at all. So. And I know it's, these girls spend a lot of money to go to Drag Race. So, you know, it's it's a, not a bad consolation prize, I think. And I was wondering how they were going to do that. Like, are y'all literally just going to send half the girls home like they were trash? But no, Absol- they're not. Bruce said and I'm every glad. girl is getting paid to appear on every single yeah, every episode, episode of this show. Yes. <laughs> of this show. Right. And truth be told, the other four dessert, like, there needs to be some sort of consolation prize because, yeah. like you said, the season has just been phenomenal. So and good. it would only be so right. Good. It would only yes. be right. And I hope Raja gets it, honestly. So of the, of the I don't want to say bottom four, but of the she done already done had <laughs> hers is group Mm -hmm. i i think it's going to come down to the vivian versus raja Mm -hmm. um and oh i don't even want to say for the other one because oh this is the thing we don't know how it's going to be ultimately judged normally it's a lip sync that wins the crown Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. So if it's a lip sync that wins the crown, that opens up Shay, Monet, and Trinity in a way that it wouldn't have otherwise. Because as great as Jinxie is, lip syncing is probably her weakest. Let me tell you something. Her lip- weakest category. She might and she's not worse. bad. <laughs> no, but she's not good. And <laughs> if it is a lip sync, then that really will give Shay, Monet, and Trinity more of a chance to win because Jinx is just such a strong competitor in, like, every other mm-hmm. arena. Ooh, or if they have to make a garment, girl. Because Trinity's not going to help you this time. Unless. Okay, so there could be a couple of, I'm not going to say twists, but variables. So. Okay. If they do one of those monologue lip syncs again. Yes, would, the spoken word. Jinx would... Yes. Kill that. Kill okay? that. She would kill it. Yes, she if would. If they do a poppy, high, uh, mm-hmm. high energy, energy song, yeah. that's going to, it could be Shea Monet or Trinity, 
But yeah. if they do something more soulful, it could be between Trinity. I mean, between Shay and Monet. And so Monet, it right. just depends on what they're going to be lip syncing. So that's what makes right. it fun that we don't know which direction this is going to go. If they do that yeah. shit they did with Willow and all them, where they're like, okay, you get to pick the song, but you get to pick the mm-hmm. when you who your partner is. Like this could go yeah. so many different it ways. It could go a lot of different directions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what the girls over at Drag Race have up their sleeves. But I have really enjoyed this season. Yeah. From the casting to the production, the challenges, the twists and turns and random bullshit that RuPaul just throw uh, in there. Like I have loved every the runways, of the guests. Dra- oh, oh my god. Bob hosting oh. the pit stop. Bob hosting the pit stop. <laughs> Did you see this episode of the pit stop with Vanjie? First of all, can I just tell you, I fucking love Vanjie. So who don't? Tristan calls me in the living room the other day. He's watching some random reality show, and he calls me in the living room, and he's like, "Do you know who this is?" And I look at the TV. <laughs> Of and I course. say, oh, that's Vanjie out of drag. <laughs> and I was like, how did you know to ask me that? He was like, because they said he was on Drag Race. So I, I wanted to know if you knew who it was. I said, Correct. oh, that's Vanjie. Is Vanjie from oh, the Bronx? Yes. The icon. I think so. I think so. Vanjie really the legend. Knew. And I didn't know what Vanjie was talking about through at least a quarter of that fucking... <laughs> Of that fucking interview. And I don't think Bob did either. I never... No, and I feel so bad when I'm like, girl, what are you saying? <laughs> Literally, what, what are Vanjie you talking talk- about? I don't know what the fuck Vanjie be talking about half the time, but I enjoy the hell out of it. So, I do. I do. She's great. So she is. That, and I don't that, think she's watched episode, this season though. consistently either, based off of... No. <laughs> That episode of Pit Stop, I was like, Vanjie, girl, you could have told them, listen, I ain't really watched it. I don't know. Because she just seemed kind of lost. And- Bob said, so Bob who do like, you pin to be the winner? Who do you pin to win the bubble? And she's like, for what? <laughs> <laughs> bitch, what do you think Jinx is thinking right now? I don't know what the bitch thinking. You have to ask her, bitch. <laughs> What do you think, bitch? What do you think she's thinking, <laughs> Vanjie? Fuck. <laughs> so. But Vanjie's a drunk, Vanjie. and she let us know. Uh, but she looked phenomenal, <laughs> though. She looked phenomenal. She did. She looked, looked great. Looked incredible. Woo, baby. I so was like, good. I'm like, is it the makeup? Did she get a little nip tuck? I don't probably, know, but whatever don't. it is. It was the way the was dress so was good. sitting. Her heel, that heel was yeah. right. Okay, she was sitting in that chair better than I ever could have. So... Shout out to Vanjie. Go get your life if you haven't watched The Pit Stop, which is (laughs) the after party to Untucked to Drag Race. Yeah. It's a good time. Yes, it's the after party to Untucked. Exactly It is the insecurity to Drag Race. There we go. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Two of my favorite recap shows of all time. Love, love, love Drag Race. Well, that is it for our trash. I, that was fun. That was a good time. Now we're going to move on to a little, a little shout out, sister. Let's do that. My sister's popping right now. Like. It's time for the shout out this week. Right, and great. our shout out this week is ac- actually from a listener. It's a listener submission. And I think it's an awesome opportunity for black women in a particular field. So listen up. Hello, Kia and Jade. I hope you are well. 
I wanted to communicate with you concerning telling the story of the 5,500 plus women of color sales organization called Sisters in Sales and how they have broken a barrier with their annual summit with seven figures in sponsorship and groundbreaking tech partnerships for women of color. Sisters in Sales, SIS, has grown tremendously over the past five years and is now the largest sales organization for black women in the country, with members also in 28 countries. More and more women are joining in search of community and camaraderie. And in light of all of the news around the DEI initiatives, um, SIS is doing their part in preparing women of color for high level and high performing roles with corporate America as well as providing the wrap around support that most corporations are unable to provide. They've partnered with reputable brands like Google, Condé Nast, Pinterest, Salesforce, TikTok, and many more. And they've raised over a million dollars in six months for their 2022 summit. Now, Google will present the Google Lounge, a place for sellers, a private space where attendees can have their resumes reviewed in real time from Google recruiters, discuss open roles, and make meaningful connections with decision makers. Google executives will also serve as keynote and panel speakers at the CIS Summit. And Walmart Connect is one of their newest sponsors, offering a beauty bar, a financial literacy installation, as well as an on-site workforce development and recruitment. Chantel George is the CEO of this incredible organization. Um, and we'll put a link in the description box where you can read a little bit more about Chantel. Yeah. And so I will have the information in the description box about the Sisters in Cell 2022 uh, conference that's coming and we wanted to make sure that we shouted them out um, if that is something that sounds like it's up your lane or of interest to you please check out the information provided in the description box and maybe we can talk more about this later on maybe we can talk to Chantel so I think that's awesome and you know we love to put that would be dope information out there about black women doing things and that are beneficial for other other women of color uh, as this seems yes. to be all-encompassing, um, because I do not like women of color as a reference to black <clears> women. <throat> but anyway, uh, <laughs> but it's, that, this is great news, and it absolutely. Sounds, I mean, I feel like if I was in sales, I would be running to figure out exactly. how I could get involved with this. So good, congratulations to them. Yes, and shout out to you for putting together such an awesome initiative. Um, we all know that we need community, and whatever. Whatever our interests are, whatever our fields, whatever it is that we are focused on, we need community within that. Um, and so I think it's dope when people are able to find the spaces that are going to be beneficial to them. So that is our shout out this week. Again, all the information will be in the description box. And now we will move along to our kitchen table talk. Hey, girls, the summer of full appointment books and calendars, honey, is finally upon us. And our friends at Ulta Beauty have gotten us together sharing the following list of must haves for all of your fun filled summer outings and appointments, girl. First, let's start with Black Opal's True Color Skin Perfecting Stick Foundation with SPF 15. As I said before, this is your MUA's favorite foundation. It's in all of the girls' kits. Uh, why? Because it provides UVA and UVB protection, and it's a long-wearing pigment foundation stick that delivers full coverage with a velvety finish. It comes in 23 amazing shades for the full range of melanin-rich skin. Next, you want to get your eyeshadow game together and ready for all of your summer outfits and outings using Juvia's Place Rebel Quad. The Rebel uh, Quad in Army features four amazing shades for a romantic day to nighttime looks while providing maximum color payoff with Juvia Place 
uh, highly pigmented eyeshadow colors. We'll finish the whole party with Tarte's Tartlet Tubing Mascara, which is honestly like last extensions in a tube. The 24-hour flake-free, smudge-proof, long-wear formula volumizes, lengthens, and curls your lashes for a false lash effect, honey, without having to apply falsies. So, what are you waiting for? Head over to Ulta Beauty today and shop in-store or online at Ulta.com for all of your fun-filled summer essentials. We are so happy to help introduce Tabitha Brown for Target, which is a limited-time collection of decor, home office supplies, gifts, and favorites for your furry friends. Okay, she thought about everybody. Designed to bring more joy and well-being into your life and the lives of the ones that you love. This is Tabitha Brown's second limited time collection with Target, and it's all new from her. I'm talking frames to candles to desktop supplies. This collection has something to brighten everyone's living in workspaces the way that Tabitha does with her energy when she's bringing us videos of her warmth. It even has bright and bold accessories and toys for the pets in your life. When it comes to her home, and especially her home office, because I'm sure she spends countless time there the way that we do tabitha believes in making space for herself both physically and emotionally so she can share her most thoughtful and brilliant self with those around her for her it starts with creating a vibe that reflects who she is drops august 6th in target stores and target.com explore the lookbook now on target.com okay it's time for our kitchen table talk And um, I wanted to have a really honest and transparent conversation with Crystal this week uh, about visibility. So um, I know that you've been on a bit of a hiatus uh, and you've received a lot of love. Yeah, you. Remember you said you were unemployed and down at the food stamp office or... What she was doesn't it have a job. She's out here singing for the fucking rent. <laughs> okay. About to start her OnlyFans, y'all. Get ready for some feet. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, you want feet? <laughs> say less. So, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. But, um, going we, down to the pank. <laughs> please, Crystal. Please, <laughs> before Nikki Gilbert sues you for stealing her idea. <laughs> for stealing her idea. <laughs> Please. <laughs> what a joke. But uh, with you uh, being on hiatus, you've received a lot of love. Um, and I know sometimes love can be a little overwhelming <laughs> at times, you know, depending upon the way that it's coming. And so this is not a conversation in which I just wanted to have a very honest conversation. Cause I think sometimes mm-hmm. people don't even uh, recognize how certain things can come off, <laughs> how mm-hmm. they can come across. Uh, sometimes there is a huge um, familiarity because you're in people's ears on a weekly basis. You're constantly there with them. And then when you're not, it feels like a big presence that's missing from their yeah, lives. I was going to say I used to be when I had a job, but I don't. I yeah, don't like literally anymore, like, so. you know, just a little <laughs> while ago. Uh, <laughs> wasn't, wasn't like years. Wasn't that long ago. Wasn't that long no. ago. I, a few weeks or something. But, um, yeah. but so, that's you know. It. I just wanted to talk about how that feels and and get into a little discussion about how that visibility sometimes can 
be a bit of a challenge, some of the challenges that come along with that um, mm-hmm. in a real honest way. So with that being said, there's this thing, right, that people have. Um, okay. And I'm not saying everybody, but there's a thing, especially as it pertains to social media, as it pertains to things that are just in in your life on a weekly basis or on a regular constant basis. Um, a lot of people get caught up with an idea with relevancy. If I don't put this thing out on a regular basis, mm, yeah. you know, people are going to forget who I am and so forth and so on. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm, I know that's not your plight, but what's your viewpoint? What's your take on that? How do you, <laughs> how do you feel like that affects you in your day to day? Um, well, like you said, it doesn't, mm. <laughs> I do not, I don't worry about relevancy mm-hmm. now. Um, partly because we are so deep, like we're over nine years into this show. Mm. Um, and we Flex. were very, we were extremely dedicated from the very beginning about Absolutely. recording every week. It was a top priority for both of us. Absolutely. So, you know, I think when you establish that kind of consistency for so many years, the audience kind of has more grace for you when something like this does come up. But also, even if people don't, like even if they are really upset with us for taking this break, in my heart of hearts, I do not care because my friend's mental health, I mean, there's just so much y'all don't know. There's so much you have not seen and that is like is not for public consumption anyway but like i i say it about other people so it has to apply to us too absolutely if i'm telling other people like these sacrifices you're making aren't worth your life and you mm-hmm. need if you need to take time and if you can take time cuz that's also a, like that's a a place of privilege to mm-hmm. take time off of work to focus on your mental health but if you need it and you can do it then do it mm-hmm. and whatever you're working on will be there or not when you come back but it doesn't matter if you're not here to enjoy it to experience it or if you're not even in a place where you can feel um where you can feel joy or or anything else associated with the work and Mm -hmm. so which is something that I have gone through a lot of like just pushing myself and working anyway and doing stuff and getting all these accolades and awards and attention and just being like, whoop, like that just, it doesn't even really Mm -hmm. register to me like the good things because I'm so, I was so focused on like, well, let me make sure I'm this and this and this and we staying on top of stuff. Like, you know, never really taking a a moment to just step back and be like, let me smell the flowers for a minute. And Mm -hmm. that is what this, uh, this little vacation has felt like for me, like a big stepping back back because I'm on a break from school too. So it's like, I truly have nothing to do with myself (laughs) all day, every day. (laughs) (laughs) Not a thing. Mm, I have no still in a pandemic, which has, which I'm sure can, which is like, make that challenging. (laughs) I'm like, if this had happened in 2018, bitch, I would be spending every day at the Korean spa. Yeah. In them fucking saunas. Like, oh. I would be. Oh. I would be at a Broadway show. I mean, I have been going to Broadway shows, but I would be going, I would be a lot more comfortable about going 
places like Broadway. I would be doing all kind of tourist shit. Mm. Like, you know, you can, New York, living in New York is great because you don't ever really have to take a vacation. There is so much to do here. It's true. It's true. And a lot of us do not so, take advantage of yeah, because they're we usually do not. <laughs> hell spots. But uh, <laughs> because they're full of tourists. Yeah. Hmm. Because and in July, girl, this is peak tourist season. There's no worse time to go to Midtown. <laughs> right. Because everybody <laughs> believes in different things. And like, you know, there are smells and sounds and oh, tastes yeah. of. And it's like, why do that when we can just hang out at our little spots in Brooklyn, <laughs> our little spots in the city? I'm like, oh, and this like, bar, nobody knows about it. Let's, they have fantastic yeah, cocktails. Let's exactly. go. <laughs> yeah. Like, but, okay, so how do you feel like, where do you feel like, uh, do you feel like school has shifted your perspective on, how does it mm-hmm. change and shifted your perspective on doing the show and how that comes out? It has worked School and my own personal therapy have worked like hand in hand. Um, And a big part of therapy is um, psychoeducation, learning Mm -hmm. more about mental health and um, what you disorders you personally deal with and like what helps and what hurts. And um, for me, understanding more about the science behind it helps it click for Mm -hmm. me in a a different way. So... Mm -hmm. Um, I would say school hasn't, school has, it's kind of been like therapy in that it's just made me a much more empathetic person, which is very annoying. I do not want to understand where these niggas are coming from. And I I (laughs) see a lot of times where it clicks in where you're like, here comes the work. All right. (laughs) There is that. Usually when I'm talking. Yeah. Mm, yeah it's just so frequently that you say something and i'm like okay <laughs> now, mental note so to frequently. bring that up later <laughs> because what did this bitch just say <laughs> she challenges um, me but She's us. <laughs> i think going back to school <laughs> i think people thought that i was like going back to school in order to leave the show though yeah. and that was never the case um, I adore mental health counseling. I wanted to learn more about this. I would like to be um, licensed uh, in New York and uh, California um, and a few other states. Like, I would like to be licensed, mm-hmm. but that does not mean I'm about to just, you know, leave my job and and go be a, a mental health counselor. You know, that does not mean I'm going to just go be a right. Right. So, but it has helped a lot with um, understanding more about where people are coming from. I think I have a very different approach to the listener letters than I used to. Um, And even to the topics, I Mm -hmm. think I'm just more like, ooh, but what if this happened? Or I know this person has had, you know, this kind of background. And I know that that can manifest in blah, blah ways, which, you know, I feel like when people listen to pop culture shows, they don't want to hear all that. They just want to hear mess. Well, no, well, <laughs> so. get over it because I think that's a beautiful perspective. So, I mean, but it, I cannot help that that therapy and school have changed me in that way. And mm-hmm. I don't think it's a bad thing mm-hmm. overall. So, you know, I just, you you brought up like people, you know, showing so much love and how that may not always be received in the way it was intended. But Mm -hmm. I think really 
school and therapy have helped me with that too. Like mm-hmm. dealing with the, I don't, it's not fame. Okay. It's not. All right. Like, I have famous friends. Keep going. I have famous thought. friends. I'm just saying I have famous friends and this is not you that. do, but you do like you said, visibility, it is a certain amount of visibility that is very foreign to most people. Mm-hmm. Um, and dealing with that has been something that I worked through in therapy, like pretty extensively going from just being another bitch in the crowd to being somebody that everybody was paying attention to. That's not an easy transition. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think, yeah, my experiences in school and in therapy have helped me to be like, you know, <laughs> especially when it's. <laughs> Especially when it's something so positive and well-intended, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I'm in a space. Like, I've gotten very good at being like, why does this comment irritate me? Why does this get on my nerves? What about this bothers me? Mm-hmm. And then being like, ooh, that triggers, you know, something from childhood where people had massive expectations for me that I was never capable of living up to Mm. and it's manifesting now in adulthood where people have depended on us and have been very open about telling us like Mm -hmm. I depend on y'all to get through my day I depended on y'all to get through the pandemic and it's like as that can be lovely that's also a lot of pressure I mean it's 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 wonderful to have that kind of support and to mean something to people and at the same time girl I can barely depend on me. Mm. So (laughs) I cannot be that for you when I cannot even be that for myself. Like, Mm. and, and even if I could, I simply, I don't have, it's not, we don't have like a face to face in person friendship. We don't have a relationship. It's very Mm -hmm. much like something I put out this show, you listen, you engage, I appreciate it. And you know, the cycle continues like so that. you so, feel like you it does it sacrifice part of your person in a way because you're giving so much of yourself in these spaces or you have to you you're saying you have to find a a balance a boundary yeah i i had to i used to mm-hmm. um especially when we first started and then when we first really got popular mm-hmm. and then having all these people it just felt like there was so much love and so much hate like niggas mm-hmm. hated me for excellent reasons and they hated me for bullshit reasons they just hated me regardless of mm-hmm. of what was behind it so <laughs> yeah, um, somebody said I, they said oh, she just talks like she's spitting her mouth i fucking hate it like they just will hate you <laughs> they will hate you <laughs> it made me laugh but they will they just, so many people don't like me because of my laugh and i'm mm-hmm. like i don't know what to tell you i don't know I, what to do about it like this <laughs> since i was seven years old it has sounded just like this all my life so i can't do shit about it i mean then uh, valid and i guess you just have to listen to something else because like i too hate my laugh (laughs) (laughs) why what you want me to do about a bitch i can't i can't nothing can be done i can't fix that like that's that's not a thing that needs to be fixed Mm -hmm. that's not constructive criticism that's not something i can work on that's just a fundamental you don't align with me and that's fine um but like I spent a lot of time in the first few years of the show, like being deeply invested in what other people thought of mm-hmm. my performance on the show. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that was something that Kid Fury had to like talk me through a few times because of course he had his massively popular YouTube channel. So mm-hmm. he was used to a certain level of 
yeah. niggas having something to say that I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. But, you know, again, thanks to therapy, I moved away from being so invested in that. And I've done a lot of personal work now. And I think, you know, that's where I am. I'm, I'm at a place where... If people have something critical to say, that's their business. Mm -hmm. You can say whatever you want to about mm -hmm. me. Um, but I need to investigate what about it bothers me. And if it's something I feel like I need to change, or is it just something, you know, is this triggering something else in me? Like mm -hmm. figuring out what people's comments have to do, like how they affect me has been mm -hmm. huge. Positive mm -hmm. and negative comments. Because, uh, I mean, honestly, it's uncomfortable for me to just see people talking about the show. Like, just mm -hmm. people I follow. Like, I'm just on Twitter or Instagram, and somebody just casually brings up the read, and I just get nauseous and anxious. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what is that about? What is that? It, 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 I, I heard my voice in a car wash one day, and... Oh, my God. Oh, just, I would have died. I was pretty disgusted. <gasps> I was like, ah, I would have evaporated. <laughs> I would have evaporated on the spot. It was it was weird. I'm not gonna hold you. It was weird. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't like my rapping counterparts when they hear their voice on the radio and they're like, "Oh shit, nigga, we made it, nigga." I'm like, yeah. "Oh, that's horrifying." Right. But that was, you know, I feel like that's something that was important for me to work out in therapy because you can't work that out on mm -hmm. social media mm -hmm. with the people mm. who follow you and are like, "What are you talking about?" Like so you're not grateful? So you don't appreciate that we love you and we this? Like, no, that's not it at all, girl. Mm -hmm. It's me. Like, I have a lot of shit going on. I have a whole history, a childhood, ins and outs that you don't know nothing about. And and so all of this and then, the, like, the, the coming out of a regular, ambiguous life and stepping into the spotlight, that's just, it's a lot. Mm -hmm. So... I had to learn, you know, but I had to learn. And it's not not to say that I haven't cussed out my share of people who had something negative or critical it's to say about me. always a nigga who deserves. I surely have. I mean, no, yeah. not saying that they didn't deserve it, because <laughs> sometimes they did, sometimes they didn't. Okay. But, you know, I'm just human. I just, and I had to work through it. And if anybody um, who listens to podcasts or enjoys other TV shows, movies, whatever, entertainment, if you ever get the opportunity to move from a viewer into a producer, into a creator, into mm -hmm. an actor, until you, if you ever get the chance to step into a role like that and have it be really well received and really popular, then you will understand. And if not, oh. then you just won't. Ooh. And hope, I mean, it's not, sh no, it's not shade. It's not shade. No, it's, it's not really shade. not. Flex. Because, no, no, no. Flex. Flex. I'm just saying there's Flex. nothing wrong Flex. with being a supporter or a viewer because a lot of people have no desire to make a podcast it's true. or make a TV show. And that's that is more than okay. I think it is. But I'm just saying <laughs> if you know if you know it's if you know you know. If and you if know you don't, you, know. you don't. And I'm just trying to be as understanding as possible while also holding all the space I need for myself to process how these comments make me feel. I think that's a beautiful viewpoint. Now, how do you, with having also that visibility um, and talking week after week, right? And you're working through things and we, you know, we got Crystal's couch and we've got all types of things. You will share, you will share aspects. Mm -hmm. How do you decide yeah. what's sacred um, that you don't, that you don't want to share and what, what you decide might be something helpful for other people? 
Um, well, I just, I talk about things when I feel ready to talk about them. When I think to myself about a certain topic, is it going to keep me up at night thinking that like random strangers are talking about me or dissecting me for this thing I said? Mm -hmm. If the answer to that is no, then I feel fine about sharing it. And whether I do, it's just a matter of whatever. But mm -hmm. like the entire, this makes me, this question makes me think of this situation with my father, who you know I disowned a few years ago. Um, but I didn't tell the listeners about that for a while. Yeah. It was quite a long time. Like, I want to say at least a year okay. before I brought that up on the show because I was still processing, you know, that was a huge thing that I did. It was mm -hmm. a giant shift in my life. Mm -hmm. um, and I was still working it out in therapy and, you know, not until... So I thought, you know... The, uh, a, a relevant question came up, like it came up topically. I didn't decide in advance to say it. It was just like, you can relate. You've disowned mm -hmm. a parent. Go ahead and talk about it. And I didn't think I would get emotional about it, but you can definitely hear my voice kind of cracking a bit. But mm -hmm. um, after we were recording, I just, I had, <laughs> um, I had what I think Brene Brown calls a vulnerability hangover. Oh, I love her. Where you're like, oh my God. <laughs> I just mm -hmm. shared all my fucking feelings and something that is deeply personal with the internet and the internet is hell. So mm. what have I done? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely had that feeling. I did. But the amount of support I got for that was completely overwhelming. So many people were like, you have no idea how much I needed to hear that. Mm. And so it was like, I'm glad I said it when I felt ready to say it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I don't owe hurting myself to anybody. Absolutely. Um, and I'm glad that it meant a lot to people. And I'm sure somebody did have something negative or critical to say. But with all my heart, again, I do not care. It's my life. It was my childhood. You don't know it. Mm -hmm. And I did what was best for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I that's guess that's how some that. of those people feel, you know, who put up those TikToks where they're shaving their carpet for you know after their dogs have slept on it for years upon years upon years and they say i have dealt oh god with, <laughs> i have dealt mm -hmm. with the shame of me not cleaning my room for years so now i don't mind sharing it with the rest of the world <laughs> so oh, yeah i appreciate those the depression videos where mm -hmm. they're like girl i haven't cleaned my house in three and a half months so Follow me along as I get rid of the absolute stank in this building. It's like, <laughs> baby, I could never. No. I could never. No. I don't want to share. This is, I'm sharing too much of my home right now. I could never. <laughs> I could never be like, follow me through every room of my house. No. So you niggas can create every single thing I have. Half a oh, decade. no. Oh, no. <laughs> Absolutely the fuck not, girl. I'm not doing that. So, but I appreciate those people who show that vulnerability. I do. And I try to like leave a like or a little, you know, Aww. some hearts as a comment or whatever to balance out what I know is going to be a bunch of judgmental niggas coming through. Talking about, damn, y'all nasty. Bitch, we know. It's called depression. Yeah. They I, know I just nasty. think it. I don't put it. I don't put it in the <laughs> comment section, but I'm, I do. So, you know, maybe I still have more work to do and that's fine. Oh, uh, you definitely do. <laughs> <laughs> I told y'all, JB saying some shit, man. I'd be like, whew. 
I know it's to be some deep, thoughtful, intentional shit. I'm. I agree. I'd be like, you lucky I cannot counsel my friends because I mean the but, way I would be telling you to step into my damn office. <laughs> you gotta catch me, bitch. You take a seat <laughs> and tell me what brought you in today. <laughs> this nigga. Can you imagine if people walked in? You talked about while you're going to school. If people walked into the office and you were the fucking how much of a conflict of interest would that be that for you to be their therapist? It would actually be, I would actually have to refer them to someone else. I would imagine. So legally, legally yeah. you have to. Not legally, ethically. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. I do know the yeah. difference. Thank you. But I know you, you do because you don't give a shit about laws, but you care a lot about morals and what's right and wrong. Thank you. I'm proud of that. I appreciate that. <laughs> and I'm friend. not... I, I appreciate somebody who is moral and ethical over somebody who follows the letter of the law every time. Because the law can be some bullshit. The law is. But what it, look at what they're doing right. Look at what's happening right now. The law is some bullshit. Weed is uh, illegal in bitch. so many states, but police can kill niggas. So don't we, talk to me about the what? law, girl. Are you, in, like, in like 12 years, they're going to put all of us on the wall. What do you mean? <laughs> like, I... <laughs> like I <laughs> the law <laughs> I'd rather be a good person <laughs> yes I'd rather be a good person if it comes down to it yes yeah. so like I don't steal I... from personal people corporations is different <laughs> James like but when I'm in Home Depot oh bitch <laughs> every man for himself <laughs> oh, okay did I pay for the soul cycle class I may not have <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Did I have to violate a credit card for this? Perhaps. <laughs> but y'all got the money to cover that. It's all good. It's oh, all good. Jay. This is what I be talking about with you. Like, But I'll never steal from your purse. I'm just saying. Like, I think that's bigger. And like I said, ethics. <laughs> now, so. so ethically, yes, you have to refer somebody to somebody else, right? In a, in a scenario I would, like this. I, I, I should. I should, should refer them because it is not a good idea to go into therapy knowing so much about your therapist. Right. Therapy is about you. Right, right. This is not a friendship. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we are here to create like a therapeutic environment that revolves around you, your needs, and you don't need to be thinking about Oh my God, what does Crystal think about me for this? Oh, I remember when Crystal said this, this, this about her, and this, 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 and oh my God, Crystal disowned her dad, so maybe I can't talk about my issues with my. You don't need to be thinking about none of that. Right, right. Not, you know, Crystal should not even be a thing. Mm -hmm. So that's enough. <laughs> I'm not deluded, deluded enough to think that I'm just so popular, but it is like, girl, if I do get licensed and I do start practicing, how many clients am I? going to have <laughs> three <laughs> three right three especially because I want to work with black people exactly. in particular like I am not interested in being a therapist for white people so it's like I'm really going I'm going to have to go to like Alaska and find the only niggas in Alaska and even then <laughs> the only niggas in Alaska are looking for other niggas so they listen to the reads <laughs> Hard cycle. Don't do this. Hard cycle. But what you can't refer well, people ethically, where you can't refer people to other people, or maybe you can in a way, is in dating. <laughs> and uh, we have we. <laughs> I can imagine that that is a very hard thing 
uh, with visibility in dating, um, I know mm. you brought up a scenario of, you know, sitting down at a table and, and, you know, having conversation and you guys are ordering food and so forth and so on. And the getting to know you part is a little hard because is, yeah. they already know. So they know so much. <laughs> let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> oh, you know, this is I mean, yes, that is terrible. But it's kind of like what can you do? You know, if I'm not going out with somebody who has a similar job, mm-hmm. then because you know, other people who work in entertainment are like Oh, girl, like, we're not going to do this. I get it. I don't want them questions neither. Like, mm-hmm. let's talk about, like, something else. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that, yeah, that can be a little, eh. But it's also why I've mostly, I've mostly stayed away from relationships since I moved to New York. I've only been in a couple of relationships. And the rest of these have been situationships that eventually went horribly wrong. But for the most part, you know, I have not been trying to really get that attached to these niggas (laughs) for that reason. Because I have not met anyone in a dating sense in like nine years who did not know what I did for a living. Which I, I can Which, imagine Which, you know, is the problem is the community. Uh-huh. The community is very niche. You know, black gays know each other. So Boots. it has just been, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I think the universe is saying that I just need to remain single, you know. You think I'm that's what it that. is? What happens if you just yeah. meet like an amazing individual and it, it's what it is? They listen to the read. Then, then that nigga will be dropped off at my front door because... Am I supposed to go outside? All <laughs> now right, you're crazy. All right, FedEx. With stud. the monkeypox, get on it, FedEx. <laughs> <laughs> I keep telling Jade that I'm done being gay, uh, and she will not accept it. And I she won't. She will not accept it because it's not it's so rude. I, you know, you, how do you know? Because I know. If you did it, I can do it. In the in the uh, in the very impactful <laughs> words of Moesha Mitchell. I know what I know if you know what I mean. So I, you sell me this lie uh, conversationally, actually. Like every Ooh, time. I bring it up all the time. Every time I see her, which is usually a couple <laughs> times a week. <laughs> yes. And so. I always know, say it. You're trying, and I don't, I'm, you're trying to press this into me, right? You're like, you can't unhear it, but I just don't feel it. Because I don't want you to be shocked when I pop up with my boyfriend. I won't. I won't be shocked. I'll say... That didn't even feel right. That didn't even feel right exactly. out loud. It, this is exactly why my spirit... I'm still working on it internally, just like you did. Well, you shared it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fine. I'm fine with your listeners criticizing me for that, Jade. You're like, I've already sat with that, and I said it was time. <laughs> And I'm done fine. My work, bitch. <laughs> exactly, bitch. <laughs> well, you've done the hashtag work around it. I'm good. I love I love your perspectives, though. I think they're very helpful perspectives in us sitting with ourselves sometimes and figuring out. Mm-hmm. And and these things can carry over into just everyday life. 
when you're mm-hmm. having conversations with partners, friends, people in the street. Why am I reacting this way? What has this brought up for me? Yeah. <laughs> what do I? A question you should truly be asking which yourself. Which I do, because... which is why I haven't thrown a banana in ages. I ages. have. How many, ages. How many weeks is ages? <laughs> Years. Years. Shall we talk about the other things you've thrown? Because a banana is just one thing. I haven't thrown any brushes. I haven't thrown any cups of Have lemonade. You, when was the last time you threw anything at another person who pissed you off in public? It's been a couple years. Jade. Am I forgetting something? I do have COVID brain. When you <laughs> fucked up your foot? That's been a couple years. That happened in like 2018. Oh now I have COVID brain. Wow. <laughs> what? Wow. <laughs> oh, the pandemic has ruined my life. Do you see? The pandemic is the reason you haven't thrown nothing at That's nobody because you ain't been outside. The pandemic is Wait, the- no, no. When we went to the beach with Noah last time, like last year, I didn't we were on the way throw back. Anything. What, did, what happened? Refresh me. Did I'll own just- it. I don't think so. No, because I probably wasn't driving. I mean, okay, you know what? Maybe you didn't. And that's growth. I'm proud of you. Because the pandemic is actually the primary, is actually the primary reason. I should be able to act out even more uh, because niggas have wild even more and deserve things. But I have actually, I've grown. It's growth. The road rage, Jade. It's, the road it's, rage. it's been so on. Un- Even Santana commented the other day. She said, wow, you have changed. Exactly. Okay. I am so glad someone noticed because that is good for you. That you haven't, <laughs> you also, we haven't ridden in a car. <laughs> That's, no, we rode in the car the last time we went to the beach. But you kept your cool that time. So. You see? Gro- growth. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. You did that for me. I did. I'm I'm working on it. I am working. And and I do still cuss niggas out because sometimes they deserve it. But most of the time I don't because it's not even worth it. It's not worth my own uh, internal temperature raise because I get hot and I turn red. It's not it's it's not worth that. So, you you know, and then I, I, I do. And I and it's and I've really come to the conclusion that I don't want to be violent unless I absolutely have to. Yeah. Amen. That is new. And I'm proud of you. Thank you. Therapy. It works. Uh, Bitch, you're doing a good job. (laughs) A good job. (laughs) Thank you very much. Well, that's it. I don't have no more questions, friend. I just wanted to... uh, <laughs> I just wanted to have a little transparent conversation because I know, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like it, I think the love is 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 immense, and we're grateful for it. You know, each and every, each and every mm-hmm. one of us who does uh, some aspect of this is very grateful for the support. We wouldn't be able to do it if we didn't have it. But I think it's also important um, that sometimes that that these people that you don't know. But that you are, yeah. you you know, you feel a personal relationship with for whatever that reason may be. You know, sometimes there needs to be just a little bit of a reminder that, you know what, these people are human as well. And I might be forgetting mm. that or I might be getting a little too familiar because I listen to oh, this. Jade. What It happens. <laughs> it certainly happens. <laughs> yeah, that's just 
<laughs> I just feel like that's not even that's not even for me to say anymore. Like all I have to do is draw my boundaries around how I'm going to use social media. There you go. Um, and work on you know the comments that make me feel away and and figure out why it is I feel that way. But you know I don't feel the need to tell the listeners like. Oh my God, we get it. You missed the show. Like, <laughs> like I don't. I don't think that's I don't, necessary. I don't think that's necessary. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel no need to say that. Um, honestly, because I love that that y'all miss us because it means we matter to you. So yeah, the good outweighs the I'm, bad. Yeah, the good outweighs. I'm the grateful, bad. and and when I can't take it, I log off. Logging off is available, child. It is free. It's easy God. to use. <laughs> it's right there. God, can you I have tell more gotten people? into so many. <laughs> I've gotten into so many like actual hobbies since I have been on this break. I'm reading more books, and um, I bought a giant photo album to start making my own little. It's like, beautiful documentation of my life. It's gorgeous, and I can't wait to to fill it up. And I've just been, you know, doing little projects and. You know, just nurturing myself. I'm on my friend shit. I love that. I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I hope yeah. y'all are nurturing yourselves. Um, and that's I the hope end y'all of, are too. Yeah. Yeah, I really do. And I mean that. Um, and so I think that's beautiful, Crystal Jean. Thank you for being open and sharing, you know, a little, a little bit of what's going on and how you're feeling and how yeah. therapy is impacting how you feel about what you do. And thank you for coming yeah. on as a co-host for Kia. I'm grateful for that. So you'll Thank be here you for the rest of face. the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm wow. so excited. That name is never going to leave, huh? No more. It's never going to go anywhere. Nope. Thank it's you. It's not. Nope. Okay. All right. Well, with that being said, we're just going to head right on over into this honesty box. <laughs> Life moves fast, but time stands still when you're with the ones you love. Savor the moment, big or small, with Starbucks ready to drink coffee. From bottled Frappuccino drinks to canned nitro cold brew, Starbucks coffee gets you ready for the right now. Available now, online, or wherever you buy your groceries. The days are warming up and summer joy is on the rise. It's time to shine with Black-owned products from Target. Adulting is all about self-care and we are all about skin care down to the kitchen table on getting grown. So make sure you're protecting that melanin glow with some Black Girl Sunscreen, honey. One of my personal faves. Humidity-proof your hair with Myel Organics Sculpting Custard and stay hydrated in the summer. Heat with Defy Water. When you invest in yourself, you're investing in what's next for the Black community. You and the community together are Black beyond measure. Honestly? Truly. All right, so <laughs> we're, here, we're here at the Honesty Box. And what we like to do down here at the Honesty Box is give the listeners a pseudonym. So okay. I usually kick that over to Kia uh, to mm. just create a pseudonym for the listener it could be your favorite character in a disney movie or uh a bitch from the players club i don't know <laughs> um let's go with willow okay willow would that be pill or smith pill all right <laughs> 
This listener also gave her own pseudonym, but I like to I like to change that and veto those. I just want to say I was on Team Willow Pill from the beginning. I knew that bitch was gonna win. And bitch, so, literally from the Variety Show, literally from the it. Variety so she Show. Was so fucking good so funny so anyway so good okay willow pill see this was look at this beautiful pseudonym that you got she says hi ladies the first episode i listened to was daddy issues and i've been hooked ever since i had to go back to listen hmm yeah (laughs) the episode i was on yes oh wow how crazy what are the odds (laughs) wow okay hello spirit okay all right I had to go back to listen to all of the episodes I missed. Daddy issues may be the reason for my current dilemma. Anywho, it's 4.30 a.m. and I just found out that my ex got married last week while lurking on social media. I was shocked to feel the same horrible emotions I felt when we broke up. I've been in a pretty good relationship for two years and I rarely think about my ex, so this is confusing to me. My man is sleeping, but I want to wake him to comfort me. Isn't that crazy? My ex got his now wife pregnant less than a year after we broke up. That broke me because I never got pregnant while we were together, thank God, and eventually I found out that I had fertility issues. I don't know for sure, but I think he may have met her while we were together. After we broke up, we kept in touch because I've known him for over 15 years, off and on contact, and dated only three of those years. Bad idea. I was so depressed during that time for several reasons and ended up having sex with him only to find out that he was in a relationship with his current wife because he was texting her while we were in bed. It was my decision to end our relationship initially because I didn't think he was where he should have been financially and he didn't have a plan. He lived with his mom and never had his own place or car. I was in my late 20s and he was in his mid 30s. Everything else about him was perfect. I'm not sure what his financial situation is now, but it sucks to think he possibly got his life together for the woman he's with, but I wasn't good enough. I mean, I'm glad he got his life together, but you get what I'm saying. It's also a little embarrassing looking back because I'd been living out Jasmine Sullivan's put it down all the time. (laughs) I love the person I'm with now, but the sex doesn't compare and I'm more physically attracted to my ex. Isn't that ridiculous to feel that way? My man pays for just about everything. He has a home and a car, loves me and my family, and I'm in my feelings about a relationship that I ended with a bum. Pray for me. Love the show, and I hope all is well. And that is from uh, Willow Pill. Wow. Yeah. What a journey you took us on, Willow. Yeah, you did. I Every sentence was a new turn for me. I. It's like an episode of Drag um, Race. <laughs> I didn't know how the maxi challenge was going to turn out on this one, but um, <laughs> or, or the mini bitch. Honestly, well, they could have been popping balloons with their cr- crotches. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay, I just want to say that I am not a therapist. <laughs> I just want to say that before I say the rest of the things I'm about to say. We say that every episode. Um. Yes. Well, I mean, and it's important, especially trust me, as a counseling student. You want to make sure you remind people. I actually had to stop doing Crystal's Couch because despite the disclaimers, people would just continue to. And I was just like, I can't do this. If y'all are, if people are being like, I know you say it's not therapy, but you're my therapist. And like, mm, no, mm. I, I can't handle that. So again, boundaries. I had to draw boundaries. I That's had to fair. That. That's fair. Um, but anyway, anyway. 
Um, there are so many times in this letter where Willow said, like, isn't this crazy to feel this way? Or aren't I being mm-hmm. ridiculous? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, one of the one of the things I really believe in is that there's nothing wrong with your feelings. They're trying to tell you something. And they can't be, like, they can't always be, like, thought out logically. Mm-hmm. If you're having anxiety about something, you can, there's, you know, frequently you can, work that out in a logical manner, like, okay, what's the worst that could happen sort of situation? But this, you know, feeling sick because you saw that your ex got married because you were lurking on his social, I mean, that lets me know that you lurk on his social, like, periodically. You do Mm -hmm. this occasionally. Mm -hmm. Um, And you said you've been in a relationship for the past two years with somebody that is so great in all these other ways. but, you know, you, you have these feelings for your ex and aren't you wrong for that? And he was a bum and all this. But, I mean, another thing that you can't do is manufacture, like, raw, primal attraction to another person. And if you are just more physically attracted to your ex than you are to your current man, like, that is, that is just the... The fact of the matter, I think it's only an issue if you're not at all attracted to this new man and you're only with him because you feel like you should be. Like he Mm -hmm. checks off the boxes, so you should be with him. Mm -hmm. He pays the bills and he's this and blah, blah, blah. Like he could be the greatest man in the world, but if you don't feel nothing for him, Mm -hmm. then it's kind of like you're forcing yourself into this relationship to go through the motions uh, because you feel like that's what you're supposed to do. I think it's really important for us to let go of what we think we're supposed to do and um, start feeling some of the feelings behind that supposed to or should. Mm -hmm. Why do you feel that way? Did you, I mean, you can break up with somebody and still need time to process the loss. And part of that, well, I mean, I've done it before. um, And part of that is going no contact. I just think that there is... When people are like, yeah, we just broke up three days ago, but we're still friends. I'm like, stop this. Stop this immediately. (laughs) Do you, honestly, my first thought is you must don't want to move on. Mm. You must want to stay attached to this person for some reason. It's sex or something else they can, they provide for you. It's loneliness. Um, It's guilt for breaking up with them. It could be a bunch of different things, but like. I think you need, even though you've been in this other relationship, you've still never really processed your breakup and you need to block this man on social media, block his block his um, phone number so that he can't call or text you or whatever else anymore. And you need to focus on like that. I feel like you've never done that. Mm-hmm. Even after y'all stopped being fake friends, you've still been checking up on his social. Let me tell you something. When I break up with a nigga, they may as well have never existed. Oh, it's I will true. never contact you again. <laughs> I will never contact you again. And some people have the ability to, but if, if it's tormenting you in this way, then that clearly is not a, a healthy situation for you to be in, personally. I mean, yeah, I just don't. I Especially when it's a fresh breakup, I've never heard of like, but we're still going to be friends. I've never heard of a situation where that was a good idea. Mm-hmm. The only time I think you should stay in contact with your ex after a breakup is if y'all share children or property 
something that, you know, if you don't come to an agreement, the law is going to have to get involved. Otherwise. Now, is this a feeling that you have personally or is this is this in relation to how you feel about your ex? Is that circumstantial? Because there's people who are friends and they be kicking it and all kinds of shit and they both fine. If you if you truly have what I consider a mutually amicable breakup, Mm -hmm. which means the both of you said, you know what? This isn't working. Mm -hmm. As much as I care about you, we need to part ways. I still think it doesn't have to be as extreme as blocking. Mm -hmm. Normally it only goes that far because one person cannot handle the reality of the breakup. (sighs) But (laughs) if it's, if it's truly a mutual decision, I think even still that really hurts. And you need some time apart to deal with the hurt. To process Because running it. back to the person who was your, like, it's, it's fucked up. Because when you're in so much pain, you automatically, like, mentally, emotionally, your heart reaches for your partner. Mm-hmm. But that person's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's a certain amount of distance that, I mean, I guess I, I shouldn't say universally. I'm certain there's some exception, but... I can't think of one. Mm-hmm. Almost everybody. If you if a relationship ends, y'all need to take a break from being involved in each other's daily lives. Absolutely. And for the overwhelming majority of couples, that break needs to be permanent. Mm. Or, you know, when it's so far down the line that truly everybody's feelings have evolved. I do have an ex that I'm still friends with mm-hmm. um, to this day. Mm-hmm. Very dope person, happy mm-hmm. for her and all that. Like, but that was years ago mm-hmm. that we dated, and you know, I, that's just another reason that I'll never date in my friend circle again. <laughs> oh, that's a I'll never do hell. that again. Yeah, because that was right. Because that was hard. Because my <laughs> friends were like, we told y'all, our friends were like, we told y'all when y'all got together that if you broke up, we're not doing this. You know, who gets who in the divorce. Yeah, and and people so figure it out. Yeah, that is difficult. That is a so. I mean, I'm telling you because I have been there. Okay, Chris did that, so you ain't have to go through that. (laughs) And I just, I mean, because you end up in situations like Willow, where you still fucking you. Of course, y'all still talking. Then y'all just randomly see each other. Then it's like, damn, I ain't had no dick in three weeks. And now look, and then all the feelings. It's like y'all. Now it's. You're going through the motions and like your heart and your mind are in this relationship, but you're not actually in a relationship. So it's just delaying the pain of the breakup and making the pain even worse. Especially so as, hard as, as this is, person pro- pro- progresses in life and has children and yeah, and, and gets and married and yeah. yeah. That can't and be good. Here for you. you are laying up, laying next to somebody else and still sick over this other nigga. So um, I don't know enough about your situation to really, you know, I don't have any insight to your past or anything like that to try to make those connections. But I would say, first and foremost, stop looking at this man's social media. I agree. Just stop it. I agree with stop that. Stop it. It's not if y'all randomly good. text to check in on each other, don't do that. It doesn't, is, is that what she said like, they do? Well, I don't know, but... I have a feeling if he's if you're checking on his socials, he's probably not blocked on your phone. No, absolutely. I don't know. I don't think he's I don't blocked know. Maybe anywhere. the right. That's what I'm saying. So if he hits you up, I would say, you know, we we are not together, and for my own sanity, I need to not keep in touch with you. 
And if he doesn't respect that, then, you know, block his number. But you do whatever you need to do to not be in touch with this man no more and work through the pain of the breakup because it's probably also tied to the infertility issues that you said you just found out about and the idea that, oh, he got his shit together for this other girl. That can be very difficult. Um, That can be really difficult, especially if you feel like you put in the work with this nigga. And then you just couldn't handle the strife mm-hmm. no more. And then as soon as you left, here he go getting it all together for some other mm-hmm. bitch. That can be real. That's a that is a hard willow pill to swallow, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> That's a jagged willow pill. <laughs> I'm killing it. You are with your mommy puns. <laughs> my yeah. Terrible puns. <laughs> but they were good. I'm not gonna hold you. I enjoy a good pun. Yeah, yeah Willow Pill, like I, I agree. I agree. You got to get off this man's social media because it's not good for you, baby. Got to. It's got not to. good for you. Got like, to. Even mm-hmm. if y'all are not in communication and not in contact, you're still in communication and contact spiritually right now yourself yeah. by going and checking in on what he's doing. And it's Keeping not Keeping up with what this man is doing, yeah. And it's also not fair to your current partner, you know? And, you know, I'm not one who really goes up for niggas like that, but it's right. in any partnership. It, it wouldn't be fair that a person might have an idea that you all mm-hmm. are in a certain place and here you are, you know, tormented by this other situation. That means that there's something there that you need to process and, and take yeah. a look at. Um, and she said and, and daddy you know, issues your... may be the reason for this. Just to... Well... <laughs> <laughs> like I like I said, it, I mean, I, I highly recommend finding a therapist if that's something that's accessible to you. But, mm-hmm. you know, you may also have to take a look around at the situation and ask yourself, is this new nigga even somebody you want? Mm. Are you with him because you feel like that's what you're supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Or are you with him because you genuinely want to? Listen, mm-hmm. I was just thinking earlier about the sheer number of people who were trapped in a house with their significant other for a few weeks, months, and said, actually, I'd rather die. <laughs> I would rather be anywhere but here with you, girl. <laughs> you know, and, and Miserable. if you're forcing yourself to be in this relationship with this man, but you don't actually feel an attraction for him or a desire for him, then you owe it to him to let him go find somebody that can reciprocate that. He deserves that. Yeah. Anybody does. And and you deserve, uh, yeah, everybody deserves somebody who like wants them. Yeah. And so you deserve, and you deserve to work through the pain of this situation with your ex and whatever else you are going through and to find somebody um, that you can build a foundation that feels very secure loving, trusting, a space where you can be vulnerable um, and 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 feel like you're not taking care of somebody. Like yep. a, a yep. grown man in his mid-30s who lived with his mama and didn't work, I can't say I would have been excited about marrying that nigga either. And for all you know, he's in that exact same situation and just found somebody who was willing to marry him. Who knows? She said it. She said he's 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 upgraded. Uh, So I don't. But also you're looking at social media, which does not. It paints it paints a very does not tell the whole story. Not at all. It's a very shallow picture of what's, you know, what's going on. 
Most so. people are not telling the truth about how awful their lives are online. No. <laughs> I mean, some most are. Most people are not mm. being that real. Yeah. Some Bullshit. are, but most are but, not being that no. real. <laughs> no, no shade. What? No shame. I, I, I just, I can't with your dirty kitchen. I can't. <laughs> I'm not there yet. Okay. I'm not there. Making I, another note. <laughs> she's like, as soon as this ends. So. Uh, <laughs> just saying. Jade. Empathy, Jade. I have empathy. As a, do you, girl? I, I do. You've seen me have a lot of empathy. I have. Mm-hmm. You have it for people that you know, though. Wow, you don't that have seems to be strangers. the general consensus. <laughs> I do. I have a- <laughs> Not the first time you heard that, huh? <laughs> Not even the sixth. Uh- <laughs> Jay's like, if I've met you and we're cool, then yeah, I have empathy. <laughs> I do a lot, actually. I love you and I'm, I well, care about... Not even just if I've met you. You know, if I love you. It's fine. Jade, you're doing a great job. <laughs> Thank you, bitch. <laughs> and Thank you. Willow, I hope that this helped. I feel like it was like, kind of all over the place, but... It's usually... It usually is. But, uh, yeah. but ultimately, okay. I hope that was helpful. And I agree with Crystal. I hope that you're able to find a therapist who can help you to maybe process some of the other things that might be the holdups and hangups that have you attached to this particular situation. So... Um, yeah. Good luck. It's yeah. Out here. Yeah. And keep us posted. Keep us updated. You know that we care here at Getting Grown. Continue to send your honesty box questions to Getting Grown Podcast at gmail.com. And now we'll just move along into this black woman, black person self care. I deserve All right. <laughs> That's a face. It's Jamie Foxx's Wanda. <laughs> oh, is that what? That's what I'm trying to do. I've, I've tried to do that all my life. How did he do I that? I haven't seen Wanda clips in a long time, but I bet it was highly problematic. <laughs> I probably don't want to go back and rewatch it. You know, I feel like I did a rewatch of In Living Color years ago when it was, I don't know how, how I came across it. And mm-hmm. I can't say that it hit the same as it yeah. did originally, which happens often. <laughs> it does. Not with I living mean, that's single. Coming from you. Many things. Uh, bitch. Yeah, living single only had a few moments where I was like, oh, girl, that ain't it. But for the most part, it aged extremely well. It, it did have some moments where I said it did not age well. Uh, <laughs> but Oh, yeah. But Especially it, around like trans issues. Yes, that was that really thing. that's really that's really where it was at. But um I know we've you know we've come away since then and nowhere uh, near as bad as some other Negro favorites though. Like Martin and every time I bring it up niggas get mad but Martin, Martin aged horribly. Oh my God. Martin was yeah. an absolute fuck nigga. Yeah, no, Martin was a terrible, terrible partner, a terrible, terrible person, a terrible, worst, a bad friend, honestly. Bad friend. <laughs> I can attest to all of that. God, he was so mean to Cole. Can you imagine? I mean, Cole if was I, shit, but still. Can you imagine if I just called you Dustin Tay, friend, Fury? Drew set y'all down at a table oh and Lord. said, which one of you niggas stole my iPod? <laughs> <laughs> like, can you imagine? No. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> what a t- 
terrible friend. Oh, Mine was hilarious yeah. episode. Um, but my self care <laughs> this week. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> we get distracted so easily. I love it though. I think it makes for a very full conversation. And this okay. is actually yeah. how it's reminiscent of real life. Who stays on one topic the whole time? We always divert. True. You it's know. True. Yeah. I'm not here for the facade. This is what happens. And my brain don't work well enough for me to even fake like I can stay on track. So you just got to yeah. build it in and roll with it. You know what I'm saying? But my self-care this week. ADD-ish. <laughs> yeah, but I always come back. Yeah, I me too, back. eventually. Yeah. I'm going to wind down the road first, though, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I'm going to run from an alligator. Zig <laughs> zag. But my self-care, self-care this week. See, I brought it back. Is I had a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful beach day um, with some homegirls, some of my I best and dearest. Uh, Crystal Jean was there playing Komami to Noah, which was great. <laughs> <laughs> so stressful. Kids mm. at the beach is so stressful. By the end of the visit, I feel like the sentiment was, <laughs> yeah, I think I am officially off that motherhood yeah. <laughs> i do i think i'm off that i do it was not in those words is, but it was that it was not it wasn't it wasn't like a bad beach day at all no. it was wonderful and mm-hmm. noah was great and i was still just like but this is so much work the amount of shit you had to pack up yeah yeah all Nadia. the shit you brought her little yeah. boogie board and her yeah. snorkels and her goggles i'm yeah, oh, and then afterwards no. you leave. Water toys and shit. Yeah, ice cream, and then you're carrying everything. And and uh, then you're carrying everything <laughs> for the both of you. And then you're getting in the water with her. Oh, no. it is, the and I hate filthy it. filthy New York City beach water. <laughs> that you have to pretend so I just that said, you don't know what's in it. Just scrunch your eyes closed, girl, because that water shouldn't be that color. It but we're going to get in it. In, and then Noah diving in the shit. Like oh, shit. I have to. I just, you know, all I keep saying is her immune system is strong, nigga. It's strong. Oh, yes. Yeah, getting beefier every day. Bitch, I can't keep her out of the fucking water. You see, I can't keep her yeah. out of the water. I physically can't. The water is filthy and she still wants to get in it. So she's all some water. people just adore the water that much. And. I just thought, oh, this is so much work. My God, we could just be laying here reading books and drinking margaritas. Like right? we could just be smoking oh. weed and chilling. And but children. And, children, and it's not like I would never want a world without Noah in it. But of it, course, it changes you in such a mm. huge way. Your priorities really shift. Mm. Um, and I think I like my. I think I like my priorities in anti mode. Yeah. Do. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I think I like him there. And Jada's always like, that's great. Stay yeah. right there. Don't do nothing else. Yeah, and I'm like, do not <laughs> go. Do not collect $200. <laughs> that's what you're always doing. But yeah, as soon as I got to the beach, I was like, she's in the water. Let me go watch her. And like, yeah. oh, girl, calm down. But Whereas I was on the blanket like, can I see her? Okay. <laughs> Don't go past like, your not belly button. Yet. <laughs> I'm not that chill yet. I am not that chill. I have to go stand with her right there in them six inches of water. Oh, and you did. Just, and I'm just so proud I of did. you. I did. It was so just so gross. I just, Jade, the shower I took last night, because <laughs> you know I washed my hair too. I did all yeah. of it. Yeah. I was disgusted. I, I could I know. feel 
after you rinse yourself off, you should not still feel sticky. <laughs> I said, no, there's something on me. Some of that might have been the heat. <laughs> It wasn't even that high, Playboy. It, it was wasn't even that high. <laughs> we were not no. sweating. No, I too went home and peeled off the layers, I think, in the shower. Yes. <laughs> we are both Virgos and we are both highly disgusted yes, by everything. We are. We are. <laughs> so. But it was a wonderful day at the beach. It was. With some black girls. If you're a black girl. Yeah, if you're a black girl. Yeah, it was a great time. It really was. I really enjoyed myself. It filled my spirit, you know, and I really love being with good black women. Um, and it feels good when you're in a community of people where your child feels safe, you know, no matter who mm -hmm. she's with. Um, but yes, kids are chaotic. Uh, you got my homegirl's daughter. I want to hear Dua Lipa. And then you got Noah. Oh, yeah. oh, it's going to the water. And <laughs> <laughs> And it's, it's a combo of all New of that. New York children, they are on another level. <laughs> you can't take them kids to the South. I can't take them kids to Houston. Oh, I can't wait oh, to take God. her to Atlanta and see. Oh, God. Oh, God. When she goes down South to stay with her grandparents, because that's going to be. The first time she calls somebody an adult by their first name, everybody in Georgia is going to turn around like, say, what? And I'm gonna. I'm going to give my parents a really <sighs> firm speaking to. Don't y'all be trying to flip and twist shit that I've already done here. Yeah. Here. Well, okay. She's at grandma's house. All the rules are gone. Yeah, you're right. I know, cause black mothers don't respect <laughs> your wishes. <laughs> so usually, usually don't. Nope. No. <laughs> usually do not. No. And they come with problematic <laughs> advice. Well, do you ever beat her? And it's like, wow, we've right. got to. We've got to change some things. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, to. if you would just smack the black off of her. Right. That was a threat I got a lot as a kid. Like, sit down and shut up or I will beat the black off of you. It's like, hmm. Mine was painful. more down to the white meat. But that also is not. Same thing. <laughs> exactly. Same thing. Just in, just in a different way. <laughs> like, that's not. No. We were threatened like that on a regular basis. And Noah, I just, I always think about how free she is. I just and I truly love that for her. Cannot relate, <laughs> and I love it for her. Me neither. I'm doing it, and I can't relate. I be sitting here sometimes, like, all right, um, okay. So what this is going to do later on is make her a very confident person. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll be having to talk myself through it too. Uh, Noah's not going to have issues of low self worth. Not at no, all. No. <laughs> not no, at all. No. Noah is the shit child. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she just yeah. is, and she knows it. Yeah, yeah, and girl. and I and I feel like that is really gonna balance out with time and her understanding mm -hmm. where she needs to uh, exert that, and where you know it might be a light flex where it's like I don't have to vocalize it, but I, you know, she's gonna that all that awareness and yeah. all of that is gonna come into play, and that's why sometimes when you have cringy moments with your children, know that uh, if you're doing a job, oh, yeah. if you're doing a job where sometimes you have those moments, that means later on that's gonna manifest itself, hopefully. Um, oh, like her little mean streak, because <laughs> she can she can make some comments that'll hurt your feelings now. And I, you know, and I think that some of that might be ancestral. Uh, um. Well, I was going to say, we'll just take a look at her mother <laughs> to see how far back that goes. 
(laughs) what do they say about peaches and trees i don't know but um uh i (laughs) yo crystal crystal's face sometimes sometimes i do things you say sometimes i just want to see your face (laughs) i just be having i prefer her be a peach than an apple like who wants to be an apple okay sure you know i and i got the the reference either way could have been any fruit it was just like the bible what was your self-care this week what did you do what's one small big thing you did to take care of yourself sorry just recovering from you once again um what did i do this week to take care of myself it's sad that i'm like searching (laughs) um i had days this week where i did not drink that's huge for me awesome Mm mm-hmm um i can I think of one outside. thing you did you did an activity can outside you? oh i went to a paint and sip i drank that day though <laughs> but oh, i bitch. did yes in i the went name. To- <laughs> what? what am i going not have wine but i did yes i went outside and did an activity um did you paint a penis to- in your new straightness or what did you paint no bitch it's actually right here <laughs> I mean, and I wouldn't recommend this pensive kind of spot. I wouldn't go back. But um, <laughs> okay, this is what it looks. Oh, that this looks is my masterpiece. That looks it's like a Patreon exclusive. That looks like one of the uh, one of the worlds when we play um, Mario Kart. Okay, I'm yeah. fucking with that. Yes, yes, it's a Mario Kart. Um, world edition yeah no it's pretty it's pretty bad but i'm still uh proud of it because it's proof that i went outside does anybody actually go to those things to create art for their homes though like is that do they actually oh yeah me i do i take it extremely seriously and i shouldn't you do but i'd be in there like i do i do they like (laughs) relax have fun. I'm like, no, I gotta blend it just right. I gotta do it just Crystal right. came over. She came over for game I night. I can't relax. And we played oh God. mad games. Oh, God. And then Noah interested, so introduced her to Koo. Okay? And so oh, yes. by the time the next game night came around, Crystal's like, so yeah. do you have Koo 4? Because I've mastered everything. <laughs> I mean. Like, Sit down, bro. Look, Betty. Like, <laughs> I did do that. I went home. And started paying $5 a month for a membership to a website where I could play Coup, unlimited games of Coup. And that's when I learned that Tristan had been making up some of his own nigga rules to the game. Usually the case. Um, Which is, yep, usually the case Uh (laughs) with black people. But um, yeah, when I'm into something, that's the ADHD in me. I, I zero in on it and I get really into it and... I've been trying to find more like outlets for creative expression um, oh. and things that get me out of the house. Although the entire time I was like, monkeypox is in this room. COVID is in the building. Oh, so, bitch. you know. Oh, anytime there's a hint of humidity, I'm like, oh, no. Moisture. But I'm going outside anyway. I yeah. am. I'm doing my best and I'm pushing through. So I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, Fred. I'm proud of you. And I'm so glad you said that because I wanted to say something else before I leave. Okay. Which is that um, you and Santana had an event on Saturday we for did. the culture. That went amazing. Um, once again, if you didn't get those nachos, I'm so sorry for you because they are fucking unreal. 
Um, and y'all just y'all y'all killed it as always. Thank but I am just you know I give you a lot of shit because you're like my little sister, and we you know we give each other a lot of shit, and it's fun. It is. But I am so proud of you, Jay. You are the hardest working bitch I know, oh, and to be like a mother and a wife on top of that, truly I can't fathom how you do it. Um, but like. Your schedule is just always busy. You've always got something to do. You stay on top of it all somehow, and you still found the time to like go to school and do all this culinary shit and mm. increase your skills in that way. And you know what? Nobody deserves a break more than you do. And I know you are Thank very you. much looking forward to your vacation coming up. And I want you to vacate, okay? I oh, want bitch, you to. I'm relax going to Jamaica and your I'm going to turn into nerves. you, hoes, okay? You know what? <laughs> I bought bathing suits, bitch. Y'all gonna get yes. this Noah pouch. Like, absolutely. And, I'm gonna go, to sleep. Yeah. and go, yes. Sleep yeah. and rest and relax your nerves because you more than deserve it. You work so hard and you are just incredible at everything you, you do. I'm in awe of you every Aww, day. Friend, friend, stop, please. I'm, oh, I don't take yeah. that kind of stuff well like you. Um, I know. <laughs> but I'm grateful. I'm Thank nice you. Things. And thank you for saying that because I want to thank each and every person who came through and supported the pop up. Um, y'all know, you know, food is a hustle and bustle uh, hustle. <laughs> and so I appreciate every single person who comes through because that means that you believe in what we're doing and what I'm doing and mm -hmm. what Santana's doing individually. And I know collectively and uh, individually, we're both really grateful for that support. So. Thank you for coming through and supporting us. Thank you, sister. Thank you to all my friends who came through and threw hands in, Siobhan and Chanel and Jasmine. And we have a beautiful intern who will be working with me for Makosa, which is coming up August Yay. 6th. Um, I'll be there by myself representing for the culture, but I still will have delicious eats for you and possibly bottles of freckle sauce, depending upon if I'm able to or not. So... Um, mm, and I'm glad I placed my order because I got my damn freckle sauce. And Antoinette tried to eat half of it, that bitch. Because you know Antoinette <laughs> but loves I got pepper it back. sauce. She's heavy handed with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make you your own jar, friend. I'll make you your own jar. But I'm grateful. I'm grateful for all of you guys. I'm grateful for community and village. I'm grateful that the people in my life, I can send my child to their homes and feel safe and know that she's good. I'm grateful that when I have shit going on, I have a tribe of people who come through and support. And I don't take that for granted. Mary, Mary came through as the photographer. It's just, yes, it just a community it. effort. And um Community includes those who who actually purchase the nachos. So I hope that you all enjoy the cocktails, the spread, uh, and I appreciate you, friend. It's nummy, look, well, <laughs> nummy. I thank like you for like having that. me. Yes, it was <laughs> nummy. Um, and I just, you know, I'm just grateful to be a part of it. Love watching you shine. I just know there are so many incredible things in store for you. Can't, Can't wait, wait to, to see, see it. it. <laughs> I receive it and we're gonna close <laughs> this show out with our petty peeves so let's head on that direction and I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister because everybody know I can be real petty P-E to the T-T-Y honey my petty peeve is light skinned niggas who yell at you <laughs> I'm a yeller <laughs> Just because you were unclear about the assignment. <laughs> <laughs>
I love the assignment that you just got today. Yesterday. (laughs) Yesterday, actually. (laughs) She showed up to the beach. I said, so, hey. Jade asked me yesterday. I did. (laughs) What are you doing tomorrow? (laughs) Because you know why? Because I knew you didn't have shit to do. And then I got the itinerary when we started. I got the topic when mm-hmm. we started the show yeah. so light-skinned niggas who yell at you for that um even though you're just trying to do a good job and you did do a good job, bitch. You did a good job. <laughs> i'm gonna Thank free you. you i'm gonna do my petty peeve and free you my petty peeve is i'll wait till it's over i can wait you also right, related to, to our beach day yesterday it's uh it was 93 degrees um and mm. there was a couple of niggas who came out fully clothed uh and when i say fully clothed i mean please let this go shirts <laughs> and uh socks and uptowns um maybe hoodies and they yeah. came and walked out to the sand and let me tell you don't say oh well maybe they just were by the beach and then decided to go on no, because they came. Not this beach. <laughs> no, they came with Coronas no. and solo cups and the things that they needed to partake. There was a camera involved, but there was nothing that they were doing that needed a camera. And then they left their trash on the beach, which infuriated me. Oh, it infuriated me. But they were. It was really them being socks and sneakers on the <laughs> sand. They didn't have a blanket oh. or a chair. They stood. As a little bundle, as a little unit, and and like hung out. <laughs> they did. And fully clothed in ninety six degree weather. <laughs> ninety six uh was the was, you know, what it felt like. And um I was disgusted. And that may be judgmental and unwarranted, but that is how I feel. And you could not let it go. You brought it up multiple times how irritated you were. <laughs> wow. Like not only did you all leave the beach full of trash, but you were fully clothed in 96. 96- yeah, that was bullshit. That was <laughs> bullshit. Levy, leaving their trash all over the place. Yeah, I don't like that but at Jay all. Jay couldn't let go of them socks. Because <laughs> Jay, I just want really black men. I want American black men to embrace mm-hmm. having their fucking feet out. And the and when oh, it's yes. 96 degrees, it's okay. And I see you all inching that direction with your Crocs. But I want you to really understand that what the earth has given us is a gift, even if it is Brighton nigga beach. And so take your (laughs) shoes off for a second and enjoy what spirit has provided. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, one day, girl. We yet waiting. We yet waiting. Amen. From your lips to God's ears. Thank you. And that is another episode of Getting Grown. Oh, wait, no. What's your, oh, you gave me your petty peeve. What? what? That is I another did. episode of Getting Grown. <laughs> I take it. I love it. I love that. Thank you for having me. Thank um, you for this coming. This was a joy today. as always. No, I love working. It's so fun. And so I really appreciated this. There goes that same sincerity in your tone from earlier. <laughs> I really do appreciate it because it does not feel like work. It just feels like sitting around bullshitting with you and recording it, which is exactly what the read feels like. So this was fun. Thank you again for having me. And getting grown and Jaden XD and friend zone and all of, <laughs> so, all of your friends. Sensing a pattern. Yeah. <laughs> like you niggas are lazy. Um, thank you once again so much for listening to another episode of Getting Grown and sitting through our cackling and our 
uh, conversation. We couldn't do it without each and every one of your support. Um, do you know what our what we tell people to do at the end of every episode? Go subscribe to your Patreon. Yeah, we go subscribe to the Patreon. We get the video version of this um, ad free of this podcast where you get to look at us, look at each other. And yeah, you really want to watch me and Jade make faces at each other for two hours. <laughs> I mean, you might. You, you really want to see that. Niggas got you kinks. Do. I don't know. I don't judge them because I've gone to therapy. Uh, also, <laughs> she does it on purpose. She does it on purpose. Not you taking yourself down, bitch. <laughs> I do, I do. Oh, and lastly, we're asking each and every one of you to continue to mind the business that God gave you because it's yours and nobody else's and uh, stay out of everyone else's unless they're wearing socks and sneakers on the beach because that is just economic. In which case? It's disruptive. Ethically, you have to say something. Ethically, <laughs> ethically, not legally. <laughs> also, you're morally obligated. <laughs> Continue to drink your water, okay? Because you got to moisturize your mind and make sure that it's ready to tell these niggas that it's stupid for them to wear sno- socks and sneakers on the beach. You know what I'm saying? You got to stay fresh and hydrated mentally. And that comes from making sure that the insides are hydrated. Um, <clears throat> and then also. <laughs> You've got to moisturize your outer parts, especially after Citations you take a very are needed. Yeah, and this study <laughs> work. I'm gonna need to see your sources on that. <laughs> My papers were always interesting. Um, I know school. they were, girl. Oh, you I know they were. You should have seen my first culinary paper. They said, can you, we want you to talk about four spices. And I got all into the history of slavery and what four spices, what four spices mm-hmm, caused a lot of niggas to be bought and sold in this world. But anyway, the last thing you need to do is moisturize yourself uh, externally as well after you wash your entire full body. Uh, because do you know why, sister? Your, yes, because nobody. You're black. <laughs> your black will crack <laughs> if it's dry. <laughs> it's like I'm thinking of Dustin because he always talk about oh, nobody musty wants brain. Ashy, a musty <laughs> brain, <laughs> an ashy brain. I mean, both of y'all don't make no sense. You said moisturize your mind, which yeah, you absolutely does not make any sense. So <laughs> tell that to Kia. <laughs> You do have to let you have that because it works. No, it's alliteration, and we all get it, so it works. You see, I love it. Yeah, yeah. And lastly, moisturize your externals because your black will crack. It takes ten minutes to wrap up. Jay takes ten minutes to wrap up the show. It's your fault, actually. You're never invited back. Well, fuck you you too, then. Bye. (laughs)